Oh, holy shit. Big freaking shocker here. The episode's so big again that I have to split it up into two parts. Wow. Coming a trend. An annoying trend for me, trying to get the episode out. So I'm going to have to start making these things shorter. Ridiculous. All right, here it is, episode 101 or whatever. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, shit. Episode 101. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna take it. Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say's already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And we're We're the the Leftovers. leftovers. Hammer time. You're like, you're talking over the mic. Oh. I've never seen that happen before. Oh, it's it's like, he's not, oh, yeah. I, I, for, I forgot to ask for a book to post it up. Yeah. He's talking Oops. past the mic. Gotcha. Yeah, damn, uh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. You're not even 10 seconds in, and there it is. There's books down there if you need one. Okay. What are you doing? I got to put a book he's, on he's it. That way it'll sit up in my up. mouth. Oh, okay. Is that what you do when you give a guy a blowjob, too? Puts a well, book I mean, under him. I mean, <laughs> I, I, my, only one of my eyes works, so the aim and you know the the whole fucking logistics of that. Why am I talking about Frank giving some dude no a It's got to be in your face. Mm, good question. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ah, oh, the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yes. Tolkien. <laughs> I'm a I'm a tall man. I need a a lot of uh, height. Dude, your fucking mic stand is. Jank as fuck. <laughs> this mic's dead. Yeah, janky is janky as fuck, y'all. <laughs> it's janky as fuck, yo. That, that's usually how it works the best, though. Yeah, Dude, it's that's... coming in good now. <laughs> yeah, now that you're actually talking into the mic, lo right. and behold, it, it's, it's coming There's in no good. audience that you're talking it, to. It was a good, like, six inches flying over the top. Oh, come on. It was pretty bad. Whoa. She said. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, dude, I've been going on down on this chick for hours. Nothing's happened. Dude, that's her fucking belly button. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, 
Mike's got like a mouthful of lint and shit. Dude, that's nasty. That's some of the worst smelling shit in the world. Belly button lint? Yeah. What do you do smelling butt? (laughs) You speak from experience. We've already discussed I've got shitty aim. Frank's list of horrible smells. Coming in for Ranking in. Coming in at number three, belly button lint. I can't believe number four was Frank's own finger. I never, I never expected it. Welcome back, guys. We're back after. I, you know, I honestly thought I was going to take the week off. I might have had to work today, and I didn't know if I, I didn't feel like fucking getting here at like seven or eight o'clock at night and recording until like three in the fucking morning. <laughs> we would have. Yeah. And uh, you know, because I worked yesterday, uh, I get tomorrow off. So I said, "Fuck it, let's do a fucking show for the fucking army." Because everybody was so awesome about episode one hundred. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but the next day from episode one hundred. I was a little hungover, number one. Number two, I was still still fucking reeling over the amazing experience that we had for episode 100. I thought it was amazing. Like, like Darth Bryan was fucking, like, I'm walking around and shit, and I'm, like, all smiling and shit out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, yeah, it's cra- it was crazy. It was just, like, I kept thinking about the video. I kept thinking about interacting with the listeners. I kept thinking about the Periscope love we were getting. Yeah. And it's, like, you know, we shit on this fucking show all the time. And don't, don't get me wrong, it's still fucking garbage. <laughs> but you guys fucking made last show, and that was that was what was so cool. And I was just still reeling from that fucking feeling. I was showing people at my job that could give two fucks about pop culture leftovers. That video that Dan yeah. West had made with all the listeners, I was just yeah. so blown away by it. Yeah, and, they, cool and I showed them, and I was like, "Isn't this amazing?" And they were like, "Yeah." <laughs> that's why that's why you don't show fucking people that kind of shit. I know, I yeah, know. I was I was euphoric it. from it though. Because so I, I like, showed everybody the fucking the new business cards that we had made. I heard nothing from you and I heard nothing from Dave. The fuck? Yeah. Fuck Jake. I, you heard nothing from me? Yeah, I didn't get nothing from you. I thought I said something. You didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you said Jack and shit. I must have been blacked out or something. I don't know. You can't listen to the show. You can't look at the business cards. I know. <laughs> well, you, can even, you can't even fucking just fucking say something nice about right. them. Like, oh yeah, Brian, there's words on there. And I like words. <laughs> I feel bad. I can't believe I didn't say anything. No, I no, I expect it from fucking Dave. That guy has like the fucking social skills of Frank. He wasn't aware ahead of time either that you could show him. No, 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 no. I showed the business cards on the Facebook page, and what the fuck does Dave say? He's like two hours because it's got the two hours of nonsensical crap on there. He's like, oh, I like how we changed the format to two hours, and I was just like, that's all you have to say. Not That's all you have to say, Dave. <laughs> he makes fun of the length. <laughs> the length. Because it's, yeah, the shows are just too goddamn long for Dave. Wow, what insight. <laughs> well, I love the business cards. Well, thank you. Now that you've seen no, them I've been flesh. stewing all fucking weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking cards. You know, I, I got fucking Frank over here saying, yeah, I like those business cards. Those are nice business cards. I ran a business, and I appreciate those business cards. And so that that, that made me feel all good inside. And then Jay was like, "I dude, I love those fucking business cards. Those are great business cards. And what do I get from Jay? Crickets, fucking crickets from Jake. It's been it's been a hell of a week for Jake's. Me. Like, oh, there's not a you know what? There's not a fucking Funko. There's not a button on here or a Funko bobblehead. <laughs> they're Jake's too long. Like, yeah, they're too long. <laughs> there's no pin on it. There's no pin on. Yeah, it. Where, how am I supposed to attach it to my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> tape it. <laughs> Duct tape. 
All right. I knew there had to be some explanation. Hey, my mom taught me if you can't say something nice, don't say anything. Oh, nice. oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, it, it just slipped yeah. my mind. <laughs> did, what did your mom tell you to say about Man of Steel then? Oh, <laughs> don't stick with that. You skewer that fucking movie every time it's brought up, dude. Yeah, that's a good point. No, but thank you, um, ep- uh, episode Leftover Army. I almost, what, what's wrong with that? Yeah, it might as well be episode Leftover Army. <laughs> it, it, it might as well be. You know, but I want, yeah, I want to thank the Leftover Army for joining on that, us on that one. And, like, I already had some listeners that I'm trying to book for fucking episode 200. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, I, dude, I really there's there's a lot of people I want back. I definitely I, I want Dana and Kevin back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I don't mention you, it's not like I don't want you back. I want um, I want uh, fucking what's her face uh, Ashley. Yeah, I just called her what's her fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's I want Ashley back. I want I want everybody back. Jesse was great. What's his name? Uh, what's her face? Well, yeah. <laughs> Who's the what? Everybody Damn. but Joseph, yeah. really. <laughs> Joseph really fell flat on that. <laughs> yeah, at least he, he was, was first. Though. It was funny though. It was yeah, right. yeah. It's like I was thinking, hey, let's just get him out of the way, yeah. <laughs> and then we can really get the episode moving. No, uh, I want Sean Lahazet back on. Dude is really fucking knowledgeable. About yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah, and I'd love to have him back on this show. And he kind of got he kind of got clobbered by being at the end when it was just yeah. total like pandemonium. Yeah. Oh yeah, so but you could tell how passionate he was to talk about certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to have him back on. Uh, there's some people that we didn't have on that I want to have back on. Like I want to have fucking Harmon back on. Mm-hmm. I want to have Eric Grubb back on. Ryan Drost. I want to get Ryan Drost and Chuck on. We got to get Finn on. If Finn, oh gosh, <laughs> is, is there some kind of like a legal thing about having, <laughs> oh, having a fifteen? Maybe episode three hundred. Yes, he needs a work release. <laughs> you have to have your mom sign this parental supervision. Slip. <laughs> yeah, everyone was great. I mean, you know, with standing Joseph, so it's it it great. Yeah, I had a blast, man. That was a fun fucking episode. Really made my week better, you know. Yeah. And yeah, of course, I awesome. did brag about it too. But yeah, I told people, "Can you believe we've done a hundred episodes?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm done talking about this. Apparently, it meant nothing to Frank. He hasn't said no. shit. I was just waiting my turn. It meant a lot I'm to still me. trying to figure out the mic situation over here. No, no, no. I I, I just double check real quick glance before I start flapping my jaws. Yeah, and then it's all lined up. It, it's it was good. it was kind of like the whole week. Like I had my bummer moments, but it like lifted me up. It's like it's like when you have a crush on somebody and they finally acknowledge you, and you're like, oh, they like me, right? You know. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of love, man. Like you know, that was a crazy amount of love in one night. It was like a nice. Sally Field moment. They really like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. Yeah. Yeah, it, was it, nice. it, it definitely it was the opposite of he hates these cans. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. classic. <laughs> nice reference. Yeah, I love the jerk. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen the jerk, like that's the movie that start that fucking movie like started like Judd Apatow's yeah. career. If you ask, oh, me. I, I that's a great point. You Fuck know what I mean? Man. If it wasn't for the jerk, you know Judd Apatow, Seth MacFarlane, these guys wouldn't have a fucking job. Yep. Yeah. Because it was way ahead of its time. I need to revisit the jerk. Yeah, good good call here. on that. Oh, I, I watch the jerk. Like, every time it's on TV, it's like I watch it. I love that movie. It's probably been 10 plus years for me, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. same. I've never watched it as an adult. No, oh, I've, def- wow. I've watched yeah. it as an adult. I just watched it like six months ago. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I need it. Is it can you Blu-ray? Not that it matters. You don't need high def for the jerk, but <laughs> Right. But is it re-released or an anniversary edition? Or I anything? have no clue. Yeah. I really don't know. Like I don't own it. I just like every time it's on like uh one of like the cable channels uh, like uh like Showtime or whatever the fuck, I'm I'm watching it. That's just D V R search for it. See if it's on next True. month. Yeah. Or Netflix. Frank! <laughs> Welcome back, second week in a row. I know, right? That's like a record. Or something. <laughs> On time this week, too. It's I know, that, that was a happy accident. You were early, yeah. And it only, I think it only took ten minutes for you to give me an excuse about why you haven't watched it. Yeah. <laughs> that was on time, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's always on time oh, with that. fuck. <laughs> yeah, I swore to myself that when I came back, I was going to be on top of shit and make sure I have everything recorded. And I don't like, give a fuck. Frank, I was fucking with you before we recorded. I don't give a fuck. I'm just happy you're here, dude. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. I still feel bad about not watching this. You better. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you should feel hey, bad. You know, though. That, that, I gave you like three fucking weeks. You did. Heads you did. I feel bad. Shit. Followed by laughter. You know laughter. what? I mean, I fucking I get, I get immediately, <laughs> immediately yeah. went into my fucking DVR and set that shit up. And then we had a bad storm come mm. through and it fucked up my satellite dish. Uh, Jesus came down. Get, yeah, pretty much. I got abducted by aliens. <laughs> Is that Based what's wrong a, with my ass? That's exactly. Yeah, there's a whole <laughs> lot of anal probing going on. Oscar so Isaac showed up in his apocalypse material <laughs> breaks out. Coming secret. <laughs> and he fucking deleted everything <laughs> off Breaks DVR. <laughs> that's his mutant power. So I mean, no one say how big of a how you know if he's going to be a good villain or not because he's already like proven his worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dastardly. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, things beyond me got it fucked up, but uh, the fuck up is still mine. So I hate to kill the mood that we're having right now, but I did want to say uh, goodbye to a legend. And it's not like I care about wrestling these days, but um, uh, growing up as a child, wrestling was a huge part of my life back when we had iconic wrestlers like Junkyard Dog, Hulk Hogan, and and uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. Um, Roddy Roddy Piper passed away. Yeah. Um, what was it two days ago? Yeah, yeah. I believe so. <clears throat> two days ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I saw, I actually it was uh, Jeffrey Tuhig, one of our listeners, had posted it on Twitter that he had passed away. And when I read that, like my heart just sank. My stomach got sick because mm-hmm. I love Roddy Roddy Piper. Um, everything that he has done for wrestling, uh, he's my favorite villain in wrestling. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, love the personality. Absolutely. I loved him in, uh, They Live, the John Carpenter film, um, Man Alive, uh, his, even his podcast, which like some episodes, depending on who he's interviewing, were kind of like, eh. yeah. <laughs> but sometimes it was just like, wow, you got real moments between him and his wrestling guest that he had on, and it was just amazing. Um, so yeah, I just, uh, my hat's off to, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper and the life that he led and, uh, being no bullshit and just being who he is throughout his entire career. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. He was like the first like heel wrestler that as a kid I I rooted for. I'm like, why can't this guy be Hogan? Why can't we get this guy a fucking title? You know? Mm -hmm. Don't give a shit about the Hogan stuff. That was back in the day before we knew anything about the stuff that's coming out now about him too. So. Oh, I that was back in the I am a real American days and shit where you really could look up to the guy. But I remember that animated show that yeah. they had with them. Yeah. Where they Hulk, were driving Hulk, around the fucking uh, It was uh, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Roll Wrestling. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah yes, that yes. was fucking awesome. I mean, you had, uh, what was, I mean, yeah. Iron Sheik. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Sheik. I, I watched, actually, uh, I watched Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Mm. 
when they were the tag team. Oh yeah. And they came, they came here to Peoria mm-hmm. and they walked out and, uh, we, we always got the, like, uh, seats right by the, like the entrance where like yeah. the wrestlers would walk out and you get to slap them on the shoulder. Yeah. So I got to touch both him and Nikolai Volkov and I was like, Oh my gosh. And, uh, then like they had the little people wrestlers come out and I was like, Dad, I can't touch them. <laughs> but they had I don't know what the wrestler's name was, but he looked like Mr. T. Yeah. And we called him Little T. Yeah. Just, I don't remember what his real name okay. was. But like those little little people wrestlers were so much fun to watch. But they had come out that that one uh, in Peoria that yeah. one time. They were awesome. But uh, I never did get to see Roddy Roddy Piper wrestle though. Um I'm trying to think here. My brother actually met um, Roddy Roddy Piper really? and Sergeant Slaughter at a Denny's after one of the shows in Peoria. Oh, wow. He went with my uh, dad to Denny's, and I wasn't there, unfortunately. I remember being like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he he was just telling me about it, and he said that they were both – he was like five at the time. Yeah. And they were in awe that he knew who – who they were, they were and everything yeah. and he was like you're my favorites and everything That's my awesome. brother loved sergeant slaughter and roddy roddy piper because yeah. i had shown him all the old 80s tapes and everything when he was growing up yeah so i'd raised him right in wrestling that's awesome <laughs> back well, in the day they didn't have like real raunchy like at least i don't remember it being like storylines and stuff it was always like good versus bad and like yeah. the whole- usa usa yeah. oh i mean it did like i think it didn't start to get like uh a little bit more adult until like ravishing Rick Rude came into it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And and uh but Undertaker and people I've like met, that. Yeah, that was some dark. I shit. met Virgil. I met Million Dollar Man. I remember that, yeah. I met um Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's hilarious. Um and uh I met uh an old referee that lives here in Peoria years ago, probably ten years ago. I don't even know if he's still alive. But he used to he used to be a referee for the matches that they had here at Peoria for Richwoods. Yeah. And I talked to him for hours. I used to go to the there was a liquor store across the street that I would go to and get cigarettes in the morning. And this guy's name was <laughs> this guy's name was Ken. And uh, every time I saw him in there, you know, everybody knew him as oh, I'm sorry, Skype's on. I'll turn it off here in a second, guys. He would um he would tell stories about uh, his refereeing days for the WWF back before it was like real big and mm-hmm. like televised and shit. He was telling me a story about – I know we're supposed to be talking about Roddy Roddy Piper, but I'm talking about this guy. He told me a story about Andre the Giant that I'm going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Andre the Giant who passed away years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's a comic book, a uh, graphic novel about Andre the Giant's career. Really? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, and I hear it's amazing, so I'm going to pick that up. And one of these days I'll probably review it on the show. Uh, but he told me stories about Andre the Giant who I actually saw in person one time. He didn't wrestle. It was in Peoria. Bobby Heenan introduced the Survivor Series before it had ever started. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andre the Giant was out on stage with him. I mean, this is like as Andre is dying. I right. mean, he knows he's dying. I mean, he knew he was dying after WrestleMania three. Mm-hmm. you know, and still wrestled. And uh, he was dying at this time. And uh, Bobby Heenan came up. This guy was huge. I've never seen anybody that big. And I've been around a wrestler, not a wrestler, but a basketball player that was like seven foot three. Mm-hmm. And Andre was just like, there's nobody, there's nobody as big as Andre. My God, he was huge. Also went to a boot shop in Oklahoma that had specially made boots for Andre. <laughs> and when Andre died, he, of course, he couldn't pick them up. So they kept his boots on display. Mm-hmm. I have never seen a larger fucking foot yeah. on a man in my entire life. These were, these were snakeskin boots. 
and they were huge, fucking huge. Like the width on these things were huge. But anyway, Ken's telling me the story about the time where uh, him and Andre are going, they're late to a match and they're flying down the road in Ken's little car <laughs> and the cop pulls him over. Cop sees him, cherries go on, cop pulls him over. Ken, he's asked Ken to get out of the car. Ken gets out of the car and he starts talking to the officer. He's like, ah, listen, I'm a referee. I do these matches for the WWF. He's like, I'm on my way to do a match. Cop looks in the car and he sees this huge head. <laughs> and he's like, what is in your car? <laughs> he thought it was like, like a stuffed animal or something. He couldn't make out what it was. It didn't look... It looked he it didn't look like anything he'd ever seen. Yeah, the guy's head was probably yes. up into the ceiling right, right yeah. crouched over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like what is in your car? And he's like, Oh, that's that's a wrestler. That's uh, Andre the Giant. And he's like Instantly the cop's face he knew who Andre was. Oh yeah, he was a legend. And so, like, well, this is like this is like in the seventies uh, before he was the ninth before, wonder. Before it was like, yeah, the like all televised and crazy. Like, you know, you'd 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 hear about wrestlers, and sometimes they were on TV, but it wasn't like what uh, Vince McMahon had turned it into, right? You know, yet. And so, but he knew who Andre was. This is probably after like him fighting with like Big John Studd yeah. and back in those days and. And, uh, before WrestleMania. And, uh, he's like, I'm a fan. Could you have him come out and sign an autograph? And so when he said, when Andre came out of the car, he said that the car, number one, started bouncing. (laughs) (laughs) And when Andre came out and started talking to the officer, when the, when he shook the officer's hand, it covered his whole hand. Like, the officer was a big guy anyway, but, his hand disappeared when he shook his hand. That's so That's crazy. That's how big he was. It's nuts. The officer said, thanks a lot, guys. It was nice meeting you. Gave him the autograph Andre did because that's just kind of guy Andre was. And Andre wanted to get out of the ticket too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not an idiot. So basically he signed, uh, signed the autograph and he said, all right, guys, just slow down and get to your match. And uh, they were on their way. But I just thought it was really cool. Like I talk, His name was Ken Gerber and he used to do the uh, – he used to ref the matches here at Richwoods back when they used to hold fights here. Right. Oh, yeah. My grandpa used to talk about all that time. Like, yeah. the Von Erichs were yeah. always at Richwoods yeah. and stuff wow. yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, it was cool that I was even getting to hear, like, some of these stories Wow. that, uh, you know, people probably don't even know. But Roddy Roddy Piper, I mean, he helped build wrestling. Mm-hmm. And uh, rest in peace, uh, Roddy Piper. I mean, the man created what it was to be a heel yeah, in wrestling. Like yeah. he, he really was like, it was different than, oh, this guy's from a foreign country, so we're gonna boo against him, yeah, or whatever. Like he was the first, like he looked like an all-American guy, yeah, but he was Except legit, the kilt. straight yeah, up. Kilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's not even a Scot. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> it was more of an anti-American like stance. Yeah, like, yeah. It, so. He's about as Scottish as uh, Hakeem was after. <laughs> Hakeem, the African dream. I mean, I I kept thinking to myself, like, why? Okay, why is the is it? It was Big Boss Man, right? No, he was uh, one man gang. One One man man gang. gang. Yes, I saw. That's the Hogan fight that I did see. I saw Hogan fight against one man gang. That was a good fight. Yeah, yeah. I went to all those shows when I was you guys' yeah. age too. We were yeah. probably at the same goddamn oh, shows. I'm sure we were. <laughs> <laughs> that that wrestling like at that time was important for me because 
that introduced me to comic books. Yeah. I mean, that was my heroes and villains at the time, and Roddy Piper was huge. I mean, that's my fucking last name. So in school, I would use that to like bond with people. Yeah, I made friends over Roddy Piper. So right. always loved the guy, and it, it yeah, it was a real bummer. I feel bad for his family. Um, you know, uh, he's had the same wife for forty years. Yeah, yeah. he's got kids, wow. and I feel bad for the family. Um, my you know my uh, my thoughts go out to him, man. I, it, it devastated me when I heard heard this, and it's not like you know, and like like when I heard about Dusty Rhodes passing away, I was like, oh, that's sad. But like, it didn't hit me the way it hit me with fucking Roddy Piper. No, this I, has been I a really shitty year for loss of famous people. Yep. Way to go. <laughs> Sorry, it took a no th- no examples, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, yeah, and Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think this one hit me more than those guys. For I don't know. It's just yeah, it's a childhood thing, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on the ropes pretty much with all that shit going. on. Is that on. a wrestling pun? Well, it wasn't intended to be. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I'm getting the shit knocked out of me because every time you turn around, something's another wait, wrestling wait, pun. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait until like Stallone dies. He's gonna be like, man. Oh fuck! These deaths—they're taking me over the top. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, uh, if you like, if you like wrestling and you want to hear some, uh, some reflections about Roddy Piper, I mean, we've only given it about 10 minutes and half of that time we talked, I talked about Andre the Giant like an <laughs> asshole. But if you want to listen to, uh, a podcast talk about Roddy Piper, listen to, uh, the Never Submit podcast, their latest episode. Matthew Chakella recorded a Roddy Piper, uh, podcast and it was awesome. Also, listen to the last episode of Piper's Pit. Yeah. Uh, the podcast. Who was like, his final guest? Lanny Poffo. Oh, awesome. Which, Brother uh, of Ra- Macho yes, Man Randy Savage. Which, my uncle, when we went to a wrestling match, it was me, my uncle, my dad and my family went and saw wrestling. Lanny Poffo fought Outlaw Ron Bass. Yeah. And he used to, he used to read the poem and then he used to throw out the, uh, the, the frisbee. frisbee. My uncle caught the final frisbee that had the poem on it. And I still have it to this day. My parents had it. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Wow. Yeah, Good old Leapin' Lanny Poffo. Leapin' Lanny Poffo who turned into the genius. Yes, I love the genius. But yeah, I still have that uh, Frisbee. And I have the actual Frisbee that has the poem on the back. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's a fucking keepsake right there. Mm-hmm. And my uncle caught it for me. And my uncle passed away about 10 years ago. So it means a lot to me. That's so. awesome. That's really cool. Before we move on from wrestling, I, I just have to point out that I find it hilarious that the one episode that Dave's not here and we always get we always <laughs> yell at him about bringing up wrestling. We do yeah. a we do a ten minute wrestling thing. So well, he's the guy who's like talking about uh, wanting to bring up uh, Hulk Hogan last week. Oh, yeah. yeah, guys, I don't want to like this is episode one hundred. I want to celebrate that. I don't want to bring it down on fucking talking about you know what a piece of shit Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and that's not the kind of show we are anyway. Right, like no. we don't report usually on things too much Politics like that. And yeah, whatnot. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I don't know, you know, I, yeah, that's true. What Hogan said was shitty, and that's all I'm going to say on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey, pop culture leftovers, business cards. I had them made. Yes. Woo-woo. And uh, yeah, uh, I've sent them out. And um, there's a lot of listeners that are going to be getting those in the mail, and they're going to be putting in in uh, comic book stores and whatever kind of places will carry them. They're, I'm sure that they're also going to be handing them out to their friends and shit, and that's cool. Kind of new way to spread the word of the show. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
So makes us awesome. look all real classy and shit. Oh yeah, I guess <laughs> we're like Mad Men. I guess the, the, the business Mad cards Men. are about as mediocre as the fucking show. Though, right? <laughs> Those are fucking great business. I think cards. they're more they're more mediocre than, or less mediocre than the show. I guess is the I designed proper. them. I've never designed a fucking business card in my life. I love them. I like tell you everything you need to know. No, I didn't. I fucked up. I mean, I packed so much on this fucking one site. You know, the only thing I didn't put on here is like how to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, I I fucked that Uh. up. But you know what? I'm going to make new business cards in the future and then I'll have that on there. If they listen, we got them covered on how to, how to follow us on that. Good point. That's true. So we don't want the people that just follow us and don't listen anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want any, I don't even want, I want real followers on Twitter. I don't want fucking, yeah. I hate those fucking, I, I never yeah. follow back those ones that are like, um, yeah, buy 5,000 followers for, you know, 1999 or whatever. It's like, I, I never, that. fuck you. I'm not going to follow you back. You fucking whatever the fuck. I mean, I hate that shit. I hate it too. I always check. I, I follow everyone back, but I do a quick check real quick to yeah. make sure you're, you're a fan. Usually the way I do that is to see if they're following the rest of you guys too. Right. Do we, do we ever get any of those Facebook horrors that come on and we're like, Oh, like my page. You'll never, for, you'll never regret it. Shit. No, uh, when we first, uh, when we first started the podcast, Jay, you tried that whole, uh, yeah. promote thing. And then we got a bunch of fake accounts. We got a bunch uh. of fake accounts. <laughs> yeah. But Jay had no idea, like, when you pay to promote the podcast, that the only people that really start to see you are just people that are just fake profiles and shit. Advertisers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like Facebook, like, kinda gives you the illusion that you paying the money got you more followers. It's by, a like, total oh, fucking yeah. scam. By yeah. dumping yeah. some fake accounts on, on your shit. Big right. Time. Facebook sucks. I am going to be reading some iTunes reviews this week. Oh, you know what? I was talking about the business cards earlier. I did drop some off at Gmart Comics in Champagne. Cool. They didn't. They they were just like, I just asked them. I said, uh, yeah, I do a podcast. Can I leave my business cards here? And they were like, yeah, sure. Leave them right there. So I put them with the other cards that people leave. But uh, as I was leaving it, uh, another patron that was in the store at the time says, hey, I'll take one of those. Cool. Nice. cool. So it's very cool. Instant gratification. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that. And from there, it wasn't like I was like trying to sell him on the show. I wasn't like, yeah, dude, and we talk about this and we talk about this. It's like, dude, if he wants to fucking listen, he's going to listen. So it's like, whatever. Just, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be hitting up some of the comic book stores here in the area. And, uh, I've already shipped a bunch of these cards all over the country to some of our listeners. So nice. it'll be exciting. I'm waiting for, and I'll probably say something, you know, in the next couple months. I'll probably be asking on the show, like, if you found out, I want to, I want to gauge mm. this. If you found out about the show from a business card. Yeah, you want to find out if you spent your money. Exactly. Let, I want you to write in. And let me know. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear from real people that have like gotten the business card. It'd be cool to see where they're from and what what comic book shop they got it from. Exactly. Exactly. So very cool. Uh, but before I read iTunes reviews, which I haven't read those in the last two weeks, (laughs) uh, I wanted to talk about some comments that were left on popcultureleftovers.com. Whoa. It was on the page that we posted our Age of Ultron podcast. Okay. Okay. Uh, here they are and they are from a dude named Jim and Jim says, "Wow. I know I'm late to the party, but I just listened to the Avengers podcast. Did you guys even see the movie? <laughs> Your points of confusion are explained in the movie. Maybe next time you go to a Marvel movie, you take your Snyder sunglasses off and your Nolan earplugs out. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, That's boy. the first time I've ever heard that about us. But wait. Yeah, you Tupperwared it. <laughs> I did too. You Tupper, a blind Tupperware. I taste it. I got another blind Tupperware over here. I got to taste it. I tossed it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dick. I call it a blind Tupperware. I'm just saying, like, you guys Tupperwared it. I'm a dick. I'm sorry. You guys Tupperwared it. And he's still saying that you, Jake, I don't think you've ever wore Snyder sunglasses in your entire <laughs> I, life. I've never been more offended. Yeah. yeah. I, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. Take, Nolan earbuds. Nolan earplugs out. Oh. Then he's not done. He sent that at 11.33 a.m. This was actually done in, uh, yeah, July, early July. Is that Pacific or Mountain Time? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he sent this in early July, and they sent it at 11.33 a.m. So then it's like, he, I guess he didn't get a response because two months later, two, two minutes later, <laughs> excuse me, two minutes later, he replies with this, whiny punks. Oh my wow. God. I'm guessing that he's actually fucking listening to the episode as he's fucking typing this shit. And so two minutes later, maybe we said something to set him off a little bit more. And so he's like... Shit, well, I'm gonna, you know what? They haven't responded yet. It's been two minutes. Whiny I'm just gonna, punks. I'm gonna let them know how I feel. Whiny punks. <laughs> and then, and then this fucking asshat, then he says, then he says, the reality is that there is no profit in the movie that would make you happy. I don't even know what the fuck that means. What the fuck does that mean? Whatsoever. The reality is that you don't know how to form a sentence, you fucking idiot. I don't even know what the fuck that means, you fucking moron. You mean the fucking dark, serious movie that Marvel was telegraphing for eight months fucking straight before they released the pile of shit? I don't understand what he said here. The reality is that there is no profit in the movie that would make you happy. What's that mean? I think he's, like, being sarcastic. It's like, it made me... It's supposed to make everyone happy. It made me happy. Yeah, there's no profit in that. I think he's saying, Uh, like, if they made the changes that we suggested, like, I don't know, like, the stuff, like... We were talking about like the yeah. Hulk killing someone or sure. something oh, sure. maybe that people yeah. wouldn't wouldn't okay. go see it, which I couldn't disagree it's with. It's all more. about profit too. So he then he goes on to say, so you have a choice to make: misery, like it seems, or get off your high horse and have a good time, like everyone else. <laughs> someone made a comment about how they were watching the audience quote buy into all the jokes and one liners. Why are you watching them, and why are you judging them? Enjoy our time while it lasts. Yes, yes, that's we should enjoy all movies. We're all gonna die. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Enjoy all movies because our our time here on Earth is so limited. So you know, and enjoy that fucking shitty RoboCop reboot. Media, because you know what? You, as you're watching this movie, yeah. as a critic, all you should be thinking is. Our time here is so short. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to love everything and every experience. You know what, Jake? I, this morning I opened my fridge, I took uh, a glass, and I poured myself some milk. Yeah. And it, you know what? God damn it, it was spoiled. But you know what? Okay. I chugged it down because I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Our our time here is limited. I'm going to die <laughs> one day. There's going to be a day when I can't eat rotten milk. <laughs> oh, so I said, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to drink fucking spoiled milk. And have forced diarrhea later. You know what? <laughs> if, yeah, exactly. If I have forced di- if I vomit, that's fine. Right. Because I'm living. Yeah. I am living. And that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what's going on internally with right. my organs and everything. It doesn't 
matter of vomit is coming out of my nose and my mouth and every orifice of my fucking Ew. being. It just matters that I'm alive, yeah. Jay. I should just be here. We should all just fucking watch Age of Ultron and praise it for its fucking problems and everything and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> what the fuck? Have you ever listened to a podcast, you stupid fuck? You are a stupid fucking piece of shit, fucking Jim. You fucking piece of stupid fucking shit. Oh, we're so, that's your fucking reasoning? If you gave me some good fucking reasoning, like we had a fucking listener a couple weeks ago actually give some valid good points about why Age of Ultron made sense. Yeah. And none of those fucking reasons we're because we're all gonna fucking die one day. You are a stupid fucking piece of shit. So go fuck yourself. You, you pray love. Fucking asshole. I got. I, there was something that uh, have on being on that episode. Like okay, so the yeah. whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. Fucking dick. starting off, it's like it's like <laughs> it's like you're in the middle of a, a fucking relationship going bad. Ooh. It starts off, the sex is fucking great, and then you got these rose colored glasses on, and then no matter what happens, you think it's wonderful. And then it's like I had the fucking anniversary party right at Age of Ultron, and I'm sitting here thinking it's great, it's wonderful, all my fucking friends are here, and then we come in and have the podcast, and I'm li- hearing you guys talking like your reasoning and everything after I Tupperware, and I'm like. Sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, maybe I didn't fucking see it the same way you guys did. Like, really, in the party, the fucking bitches off talking shit about me, making out with other guys, and I just didn't fucking notice why. And I'm just sitting here fucking with the blinders on, like, I love this. You guys are nodding at his analogy. (laughs) I was not nodding. I'm trying to follow along. I was not nodding. It's the worst. It's the worst analogy. I was not nodding at all. (laughs) I was encouraging him to continue. I was not naughty. My head could not have been Keep more going. still. So apparently, there's a girl at a party. She's making out with no, no, everybody. The sex is fantastic. It's like a relationship gone bad. In, in the fucking Age Ultron podcast where we got to talk about it, it's like the fucking rose-colored glasses came off. You I know? just can't believe all these things I've tossed on all these episodes <laughs> when I could have been living my life. <laughs> You fucked Jacob, Alright, well this guy this guy's name is Jim, and since he did leave this on our uh, website, it does leave an email address. Oh shit, Earthworm Jim. So it's got an email address. So if you want to let Jim know what you think about him, (laughs) you can. I'm gonna give you his email address. (laughs) Give him the link to this episode. Yeah, give him. You know what, uh, leftover army. I want you. If you want to email Jim, you go right ahead. No, don't don't curse him out. Don't threaten him. No. Don't oh yeah, do please don't curse that. him out. Leave do that not, to us. We don't condone that. <laughs> do not do not threaten his life or anything silly like that. But if you just want to let him know what you think about you know his comments today, I have no problem with that. <laughs> you can reach Jim. And it's not <laughs> you. What? What? No, this is great. <laughs> hey, there's a J in his name. Maybe a, he's TJ Lamb come back to life. I don't give a fuck. His name's Jim. If he's gonna put himself out there, that's fine. Well, you put it on our yeah. website. You, if you want to go to our website and read his fucking email address, you can. There's no difference in me fucking saying it here. His email address is J N as in Nancy, E as in Edward, S as in Sam, Q at yahoo.com. So, yeah, go ahead and send me an e- email if you want to. Feel free. I mean... Janus Q? I what know, the fuck does that mean? What a fucking awakening this has been. <laughs> All these movies... <laughs> we need to change our ways. <laughs> All these movies that I've been tossing, and I should just be happy that I'm alive and breathing in the theater. Yeah. You're a fucking moron! <laughs> Popcorn was good. 
I know. Even that sometimes, I, I've had to bring my popcorn back. Oh, really? Yeah, when you get wow. the bottom of it and you get all the little oh, pieces and yeah, kernels and shit. shit. You're just a Debbie Downer, Jake. I mean, that's all. I like the ones where no. you can put your own butter Bad popcorn's bad popcorn, Jake. No. I'll give you some bad popcorn. It's okay like, to wallow in garbage and popcorn, mediocrity. <laughs> all right. Do you guys do... Th- I bet this is Dave. What? I think this is Dave, and I think this is like code, because J-N-E-S-Q... Does that spell out je ne sais quoi? <laughs> Drop the fucking mic. <laughs> you like solved the Da Vinci code right there. <laughs> Are you Bruce Wayne? You guys need it's to live in the your lives to the fullest. You Dave's need to in love the, loo. the movies that you hate. God damn, that's that's a connection. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, go go ahead. Feel free to email that fucking asshat. Even if, if it is to. Dave. <laughs> Even if it is Dave, I wouldn't put it past. Dave. I would not put it past Dave. At He's going to be writing back in here soon to be like, "What the fuck are all these people talking about being empowered about?" <sighs> He's going to write in and be like, "What the fuck is that guy Frank doing on this show?" <laughs> all right, let's start. Let's say, uh, you know what? We're going to do some uh, iTunes reviews. Awesome. And uh, no, I'm not going to play that bumper because I don't want to hear that fucking stupid ass song right now. No problem. <laughs> First iTunes review comes from Comic Dave. It's a five-star review. Is so it Dave again? It could be Dave. <laughs> Comic Book this Corner. Guy. Yeah. Comic, Comic Dave. Dave. Yeah. All, the, all this review says is, I can't believe that there was no Comic Book Corner last year. <laughs> <laughs> it is Dave. <laughs> what a ripoff. This, uh, this email comes from Comic Dave, and it says, I look forward to this podcast every week. It's definitely not for everybody. If you are offended by foul language and various vulgar sundries, Then go ahead and skip it. It's two or three, sometimes four guys, sitting around talking about and reviewing movies, TV shows, and comics. I enjoy the casual chit-chat and camaraderie these fellows have with each other. Give it a listen. Who knows? You might like it. Wow, great delivery. Nice tagline. <laughs> we need to use that one. <laughs> I just now realized that the uh, the other description was fake. <laughs> the, the no comment recorder. <laughs> I was like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Come on, Jake. Oh, Jake's shit. like, you know what? I like the previous one, but yeah. a lot better. Uh, uh, wait a minute. I'll <laughs> slow to the draw there. <laughs> next, no, thank you so much, Comic Dave. Uh, this next one comes from Tracker LV, and it's titled mm-hmm. Happy Ending for your ears. So basically, it's, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah, it's like, it'll be coming it'll be out in your ears. Wow, your ear pussy is going to orgasm. Is that from the man from Nantucket? Uh, Never mind. there once was a man from Nantucket. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, it says a sh- it's a five. Well, he did say if his ear was a cunt, he could fuck it. At the end, <laughs> sorry. Oh jeez. Wow. Yeah, Frank's back. Frank just broke a rule. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Stop the fucking episode. <laughs> you get the yeah, fuck right. out of here! All right. Hey, 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 hey! It's out there. It's out there. It's out there. We have one rule on the show, and you, you, you can't say you can't say the c word. And Frank broke it. <laughs> So, I don't know. I don't know. Going forward, I guess we're going to find out if it works. <laughs> Jay. Jay. Yeah, I've made that mistake. <laughs> oh, my God. You're getting off easy. For a cranky Muniz, anybody? Oh, my God. I wish I had that fucking audio. That was on my old computer. Oh, my God. There was an episode where Jay called Frankie Muniz 
the C word. <laughs> Like, like 15 fucking times. And that's the only shit that I've ever edited out. One of the only things I've edited out. We had a big long talk about it. We're going to have another Oh my god. Like, no, 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 no. Like the next, not happy. the next day, the next day I got fucking like apologetic fucking text messages from Jay. He's like, dude, I am so yeah. I am so sorry. I don't know what, I, what came over me. I can't me. believe it. He's like, I don't even oh. think that way about Frankie. <laughs> He's like, I don't have that. I don't have that animosity towards Frankie Muniz. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Must have been a tequila episode or something. Yeah. I was drunk. <laughs> anyway, it's it's time happy endings for your ears. Uh, a show that is really interactive with listeners, passionate about everything they talk about. They have a very welcoming <laughs> vibe and, and has great audio quality along with really well done production. Whoa. Oh, that's awesome. Lies. Lies Manelli. Honestly, like, you know what? I love the comic book saga. Yes. But if I had a lion cat next to me, I know what that lion cat would be saying right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Lying. Great production. The tone of the show is a lot like hanging out with your buds and having those epic geeky conversations, including ripping on each other and listeners just like good friends do. This is what made me stick around and ultimately enlist in the army. I Tupperware the party, pop culture leftovers, podcasters, and the entire community. Wow. Yeah, great review. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Very kind. Next review comes from by only needed uh by only needed to hear thirty seconds. That's it. Oh. That's that's all they needed to hear. They 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 only needed to hear thirty seconds. Five star or one star? Oh. One star. One star. We got a one star. I'll say we five. got a one star. We got a five star. We got a five star. I'm, yeah, you get, uh, you, I'm going with one. I'm going with one. You're going with a one star. It's a five star. Hurry! Oh. 30 seconds, really? What 30 seconds? This was my, fr- it's, uh, it's called They Were My First. Oh. This yeah, was my baby. first, this was my, <laughs> holy shit, this is fucking amazing. Bomb chicka bow wow. Exactly. <laughs> we pop this, we pop this chair. Let me put on my smoking robe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, it brings back a horrible childhood memory. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it brings back a horrible childhood memory for me. You gonna talk about it on air? I don't know if I want to talk about this or okay. not. Okay. Oh man, this Maybe is something we'll for real, huh? Yeah, this is real. Oh man, I apologize for laughing. Yeah. God damn it, I don't. They, want to... Let it stew a little. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I can't bring okay. this up. We'll talk about it off God, air. I can, I'll talk about it off air. <laughs> <laughs> this was my first pod. <laughs> this was my first podcast, and will be the basis on which I judge all others. This show is a hilarious roundtable of normal dudes giving their unfiltered opinions on the latest news of pop culture and geekdom alike. <laughs> normal. From movie reviews to comic book corner. You're sure to be in, oh, I'm sorry. When we, when do, we have when it. We yeah. have it. <laughs> God forbid. Remember last time we didn't have one? So it's kind of inaccurate. <laughs> I'm going to be hearing about that for the rest of my goddamn life. Um, yeah, from the reviews to comic book corner, you're sure to be entertained for hours. And you know what? Of all these words, hours is all in caps. Oh. Hmm. I don't know what the significance of that is. To dissect that. And here's some great suggestions of stuff to watch or read. 
So thank you. Nice. Only needed 30 seconds. It's awesome. We popped your cherry. Yeah. And uh, and you get us. Jay, what are your feelings about Frankie Muniz? <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, like basically he hadn't even heard us talk yet. He heard like half the theme song. Right. Like, this, is the this is the greatest podcast ever. <laughs> Uh, his, his name's not Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, fuck you, Jim. You fucking piece of shit. Send him some fucking emails. I don't give a fuck. All right. This next email comes from MJB Loves Ultron. And uh, it's titled, This Show is a Godsend. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> on this Sabbath. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do record it on Sundays, yeah. usually. That is true. It's holy. Yeah. Uh, I love this podcast. The episodes are very long, and that is a great thing for me. Mm. It makes the workday bearable by hanging out with them, talking about movies, comics, and other crap that comes up. <laughs> other bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I have come to love these guys. At times, this show can be intelligent, immature, informative, silly, dirty, funny, vapid, and enraging. <laughs> Sending them an email explaining how their viewpoints are wrong about Age of Ultron can lead to them sending Michael Bean back in time to sleep with your mom while saving Jai Courtney to send back in time to sleep with their mom. <laughs> really, that's just selfish. <laughs> you know what? Fuck these guys. Fuck them and their space herpy-infected balloon knots. This show is my... What is that? Glee Monix? What is that? What is that word? Look that up, oh, Jake. God. Look at that. Did Dennis Miller write this iTunes review? <laughs> Glee Monix. Look, look at that word at the, there at the top, Chief. Okay, I'm looking it up. All right, look that shit up. All right. Uh, this show is my Glee Monix. It makes me happy, but it's made from monkey cum. <laughs> oh, wow. Looking forward to every episode. You guys uh, uh, are the best. It's the it? uh, it's the drug from the kids in the hall movie, Brain Candy. Oh, Brain Candy, oh. you smart motherfucker! <laughs> Thank you. That's he was awesome. Dennis Miller. <laughs> <laughs> you are the king of references. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I fucking love Brain Candy. Yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. Oh my gosh, I. You know what? Seriously, they went fucking. I couldn't believe it, and I still talk about it today. And you couldn't get away with it now. No. They had a fucking character called Cancer Boy. Oh, I was just gonna talk oh, about Cancer holy Boy. Fuck. There's no way in fuck you could get away with a character like that now. Yeah. So dark, but so hilarious. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, what was that? What was the fucking, uh, what was the lettuce head character that they had? Oh, yeah. And he like smoked cigars. And, yeah. Uh, what the fuck was his name? I can't remember. Man. That goddamn show was a godsend God. when you were growing up. Yeah. It was oh, the yeah. only thing I was like, this show gets me, you know? Yeah. It's hilarious. <clears throat> I love Kids in the Hall. Yeah, Kids in the Hall was great. Oh man, I still, uh, I think I still have the Shame Based Man CD from Bruce McCullough. Nice, laying around somewhere. Yeah. Next, these iTunes reviews. You wait two weeks, and you fucking get a shit ton of them. What's our average right now on iTunes? Uh, we're still at a four point five. Okay. Yeah. Hoping to drop that down. <laughs> uh, very disappointing. Very disappointing. But you know what? I want your honest review. I don't want fucking like that uh, hmm guy 176 review that all of a sudden fucking disappeared and shit. Hmm guy. Went into yeah. hiding. Went into hiding. Anyway, this next one is from Saber to Ghost, and it's uh, titled Must Listen. Wow. Eloquently elaborate information with diabolically debaucherous banter keeps the show going for hours, except if Brian's sister calls. 
or Dave fa- uh, or Dave falls asleep, <laughs> out, or Jake gets arrested. <laughs> Full Metal Tupperware. Wow, your sister called her in an episode. She did. <laughs> was I off? That was a week. Must have been a week I was off. Oh yeah, and or Dave asleep. Would have never listened to it. Um, <laughs> next, uh, yeah, next uh, iTunes review is uh, titled "Your Best Option," and it's by Exile nineteen seventy nine. It's a five star. Nice. So I can honestly say that this is my favorite podcast. Brian, the showrunner, every week puts together a five-hour-plus show that covers everything pop culture. Their focus covers most media that is genre-related. Brian, Jake, and Jay deliver an uninterrupted and blunt take on the topics of the week. You can truly feel their passion for the medium, which is refreshing. So many other shows of hosts that you can feel are dying to quickly get through the episodes. <laughs> Don't miss out on PCL. You will be doing yourself a disservice. Wow. Yeah. God damn. Do we have one fucking bad review this week? We don't. Mm. I know. Well, Jim. <sighs> well, that, that wasn't was, an that iTunes, was an review. iTunes. Oh. Hey, Jim, get on iTunes, you fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Give us a shit one star review. I'll go. I'll, shit, I'll fucking sleep easy at night. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck you, Jim. You know what? Hey, yeah. When you send Jim a fucking email, at least have him give us a one star review. Yeah. Grow a pair, Jim. Hey, Holy shit! I can't believe this next one got approved. It's called a milieu of awfulness. Hold on, and it's by Twatbeard. <laughs> what a great pirate name. He almost broke our rule. <laughs> what is up with this today? That's going to be the next villain in uh, Pirates Five. Twatbeard. Twatbeard. You're saying it's pretty close. Frankie Muniz beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it says Brian, you're too mean. Jake, you're a hater. Dave, aka Natalie Dormer, I'm kicking cute little puppies. Can uh, you at least tell me to funk off? Oh, talking huh? about how Dave does Oh, we can't. We try to get yeah. Dave to say bad things Dave to listeners. Can, yeah, and oh. Dave won't. Yeah. Because he's such a fucking ass kisser. Frank, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It says Frank, dot, 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 was up. You guys are awesome. Brian, thanks for keeping it all together. And that's from Twatbeard. Thank you, Twatbeard. Nice. I want to thank you, a twat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next one comes from John. Wow, this is shameless plugging. John, are you – John, seriously, John. Like, you expect me not to call you out on this fucking shit. John from Friday Night Fandom. John, that's a podcast. You are that is shameless plugging. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> anyway, thank you for the review. And it's called Love the Show, but not as much as uh, not as much as I love my Funko Pops. Oh, you oh. son of a bitch! Yeah. <laughs> you know, Looking at you, Jake. They have what? zero points of articulation. One of the few shows. One of the few shows I look forward to weekly. The long shows make my boring shifts at work fly by. Nice. You need to be downloading this show for your weekly fix of all things pop culture. So, John, thank you very much. And I guess this is where I say, yeah, if you're not listening to Friday Night Fandom, you need to be listening to yeah. it. John, you and your shameless plugging. Look what you made Brian do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking with you, John. Thank you so much for the review. And, yes, our listeners should definitely download uh, Friday Night Fandom and give it a listen. So thank you very much. Thank you. That's awesome. All right. What we're going to do right now is we've been uh, jabbering. Remember Jabber Jaws? Jabber, 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 Jabber Jaws. You know, seriously. How did they not get sued by the Three Stooges? Did I don't, they, did I don't they know. Because, I mean, that that character was totally based off of fucking Curly. I think oh, yeah, maybe it was all owned by Turner. 
And so that that's how they got away with it? I could see wow. that. Like it was MGM Turner owned, so they could just do it? Well, and, you know, I think there was an outcry of people that for years had been thinking to themselves, like, you know, we love sharks and we want to hear one speak as if it were Curly from right. Three Stooges. <laughs> there was an outcry back then. It was crazy to be They were was- like, when are we finally going to get a shark that loves the Three Stooges? Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a giant Scooby-Doo It was kind of like, 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 yeah. like when that show came out, people were like, finally. Yeah. <laughs> finally. It's finally, thank God. That and Grape Ape. Yeah. Man, there's some weird fucking shit. I like Dino Mutt and Blue Falcon. That's, Dino yeah. that's what's yeah. up. Captain Caveman. Yeah. Captain Caveman! And son. <laughs> and son. Uh, remember when they did those all-star races and shit? All I love that. Characters? Wacky oh, I, races and yeah. shit. What were they called? Laugh Olympics. Yeah. Laugh Olympics. I used to love Laugh Olympics. I love Laugh Olympics. Great. Yeah. 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 It was like the reality comp of cartoons. Crossover. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what we're gonna do now is, uh, we're going to, we're gonna talk about, probably about Jabber Jaws. <laughs> Guys, did you see the fucking, uh, recently, uh, Scooby Doo met Kiss? Oh, yeah, in, in comic form? Yeah. Oh, no, it was a movie. It was, it was a direct a movie. video movie. It was yeah. a movie. Oh. It just came out this past week. Really? This no is new? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, brand new. So it, the new members of Kiss, or is it the old it's classic? It's the old classic members. Jay's just surprised that they didn't release Scooby-Doo meets uh, Frankie Muniz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the cunt edition, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Get over it. We're using the C word, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Frank's it. Frank broke the wall down. God damn it. <laughs> and the wall came tumbling down in the wall. I did that, and for like three months straight, I just listened to Hurt by Nine Inch Nails Aww. over and over and over. Well, don't hurt no more, because Frank broke the fucking wall down. <laughs> you did. You broke some boundaries. <laughs> Great fucking song, though, by the way. <laughs> I had to argue with somebody about that because they tried to tell me Johnny Cash wrote it first. I'm like, No! No, he didn't. No, Johnny Cash, like, like he uh, he loved the song, and yeah. so he recorded it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big Nine Inch yeah. Nails fan, Johnny yeah. Cash. Yep. So, all right, we're gonna take a break, and uh, we'll be right back, and uh, we're gonna read like uh, ten hours worth of your. God- <laughs> I'm not shitting you. Ten hours worth of these goddamn fucking emails from the fucking army. Brian's gonna tell us the uh, smoker jacket story. Oh God, yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> It's fucking traumatic. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. (laughs) Greetings, Leftover Army. Pop Culture Leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read. But their listeners can... So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com, and if the leftovers like it, they'll contact you, and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at instagram.com slash popcultureleftovers and on Tumblr at popcultureleftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. All right. Hey, this is right. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> there it is. That's what I say when we go to break, and then I come back. Yep. I'm kind of at a loss for words, so I just, you know what? I, I reach for like the 
you know, I guess the low-hanging fruit, and I say, <laughs> hey, welcome back, because that, that's what we're doing, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what else to say. Is it, Give me a different way to segue back into uh, we're back. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> oh, yeah. Call, call all the listeners fuckers. <laughs> oh, it, it wouldn't be the first time. We do it with love. <laughs> Fuck you with love. <laughs> I Sometimes can, you do fuck with love. Have you opened this yet? Have you done a video? I haven't gotten mine yet. Really? Yeah, I haven't even your got. Comic tra- block? I haven't even got tracking for it. <laughs> okay, I got my comic block. Damn it! You're spoiling it again. Oh. <laughs> do you not want me to open it? No, I, I don't care. No, if you do care, I don't really care. So I got my comic block. Before I read uh, your fucking oh my god, all your goddamn emails. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm look again and see if they sent me Longer than John Holmes' cock. <laughs> Seriously, by the time I fucking read them all. You, is it, do you think it's true that, like, John Holmes, they say John Holmes' dick is so big that when he got all the way hard, he lost so much blood to his head, mm. like his brain, that he would pass out? <laughs> is that true? Uh-oh. Or is that just fucking, you know what I mean? That sounds is like, that like a por- Is that a porno wives' tale? I'm I don't sure know. It is. I think it's gotta be. I think that like he could only have like a semi chub because yeah. like all the blood would rush down to his dick and he would pass out. Well, I know that like as those guys get older, they they have a hard time maintaining any kind of an erection due to the size. Is that what because you of blood? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my cock is so enormous that I have blood flow issues. That's my problem. <laughs> I read this story a couple months ago about this guy that his doctor told him he could only have about a hundred more erections and then he'd never be able to have another erection again. How did he come to that number? I, well, it was. About, about. everything, but I was like, man, how that, would you know? I was like, that'd be fucked you, up. Use it really. wisely, yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Now, it's like, now, fuck. I just looked at that movie. girl. And I'd have um, working and, right. and wasted a goddamn erection. Uh-huh. I'd have to have him like elaborate for me. Like, so if I just get like slightly turned on at, at a movie or something, if I'm not actually going to use it, does that count as one of my ones? Half, half chubbies don't count. Half chubbies don't count. Okay. What movies are you going to? <laughs> I can't remember. Erection. Well, I can't remember the last time I fucking uh, got an erection at a movie. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Erection at a movie. I, well, I mean, it seems awfully fucking precise. I mean, even about a hundred. I mean, how would he have any idea that he would know that? Mm. Like, you're only going to have so many more of these, so make them count, buddy. It's a great pickup line. <laughs> Get yeah, what, what, is, what, is, what, is, what is the battery of testing that you're going through? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, what you're going through, like, all these different tests. I don't know what, like, the... Look uh, that up, Jake. Hey, baby, <laughs> I can only have 27 more erections, and I'm choosing you for one of them. <laughs> it's like that Seinfeld episode. Spongeworthy. Sponge-worthy. <laughs> yeah, spongeworthy, yeah. exactly. All right, so this... I got a uh, comic block. <laughs> what are we talking about? Where does this show go? <laughs> Some do an erections? What is going on? Erection ratios. <laughs> and like if you're all I learned something up. new every day on here. I'm emailing Comic Block right now. I'm fucking pissed. About- Brian got his. Yes, oh. exactly. What I, said. I took a picture of you with yours already. <laughs> it's like, look at how happy this motherfucker no, is. No, 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 no. I'm I'd not like happy. to be this before, yeah. before, before I open. Yeah. It. Like, yeah. Take the picture of him like flipping you the. Bird hey, if you get a button, can I have it? <laughs> Speaking of buttons, yes. there will be buttons later. So, hey, no, yes, yes, there will be buttons later. If you're good. Yes. <laughs> Today? I'm happy. I'm excited. All right. So, okay, I'm going to put the shirt off to the side. All right. What was I fucking making fun of outside? <laughs> fucking coasters. <laughs> fucking coasters. And I get a, what is that, an arc reactor coaster? Yeah. Is that what that, that is? Yeah, like an I think arc so. reactor. 
Yeah. Garbage. <laughs> I was ma- no. I want you to back me up. Was yeah. I or was I not making yeah. fun of coasters real, outside? Dude, it's not even flat. Your beer's wobbling all over the fucking place. Whoa, 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 Look at that shit. That ain't sturdy. Yeah. A good coaster. Thanks, Comic Block, for the piece whoa, 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 whoa. of shit coaster. Well, they're God not gonna back us. <laughs> oh, I got a comic book that I already got. Thank you for the Star Wars Lando that I already have with the exact same cover that I already have. Oh, not even a different cover. No. Oh, jeez. I've got the same Star Wars Lando, so I got two of those. Jay, would you like a Star Wars Lando yeah, comic? I was going to read that. Enjoy. Actually. Thank you. Um, uh, the next comic book that I got is Star Trek Green, Green Lantern: hmm. The Spectrum War. So this is a crossover that IDW uh, is having with uh, Star Trek and uh, Green Lantern. What what issue is this? Is this? It's number one of six. Nice. Uh, and then I've got a comic book here. And who is writing that? Johnson, Hernandez, and Sanchez. Hmm. That sounds like another law firm. <laughs> it did sound like The a law, law office of Johnson, Hernandez, and Sanchez. <laughs> serving your community since 1978. <laughs> uh, and then I got a Dark Horse Comics. Where it's a book called Negative Space. That looks kind of cool. Yeah, that's a cool it's by cover. by Owen Gianni and Ryan K. Lindsay. Hmm. Kind of reminds me of the Max. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I agree. But, uh, and then I got a uh, fucking coaster, which, did I or did I not, before we even fucking recorded out on the porch, I'm talking about how I, I, making fun of coasters. That was like the first thing we talked about. (laughs) All right, let's take a look at the t-shirt. I'll post this all on, uh, fucking Facebook and shit. (laughs) Uh, here's my t-shirt. Let's see what we got here. That. It's an, oh god damn it's an ant-man oh. helmet oh wow you gotta love that not really that's embarrassing <laughs> i'm never i'm never subscribing to comic block or um fucking marvel collector core ever again you got one one more of those comic blocks coming huh didn't you get no it? i did six months oh i've got four more coming oh yeah <laughs> You're in for good times. At least I I gotta, no, at least I didn't get a fucking pen. <laughs> I got I got to give you credit on that. Usually, like everybody that opens them up is like, "Oh, yay! Look at this stuff and all that mm-hmm. crap." And you never really hear anybody trash on it. No, I'm I'm interested to check out um, that negative space. Yeah. I already I actually Lando's on my pull list already, so I already got my copy of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that Green Lantern uh, Star Trek crossover. I don't know. I've never. I never picked up any of the Doctor Who Star Trek crossovers. That's just not my kind of thing. I, I hate that shit because none of it's yeah. in continuity. It's not canon, so I just right. don't give a fuck. Exactly. I'm kind of curious to see how that uh, Lego game that's coming out, Dimensions, deals with that stuff because yeah. it's got Who in it. I'm really excited for that to come out. I'm excited about that game. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to read all these goddamn emails. Yeah. <laughs> Can't contain yourself. <laughs> There's a shit ton fuck of those. Oh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Highly anticipated. If I can get my beer to stop wobbling on this fucking. Yeah, look at that. that thing. Is the biggest piece of shit ever. It looks like a button that they fucked up somehow, right. and now it's a coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Arc reactor it, coaster. So yours is going to be different than his, right? No, it'd be the same. Oh thing. wow! Honestly, if they gave me a coaster that had like some like uh, that looked like a fucking paperweight and lit up and shit like the arc reactor, oh yeah, then I'd be like, dude, that's dope as fuck. But I mean, honestly, that's just a fucking bullshit coaster. 
Yeah, I had this crazy dream where I got a loot crate and I opened it, and the only thing that was in it was a Green Lantern hoodie, uh-huh. and the the Green Lantern symbol like lit up like it was battery powered, right? And I tossed it, yeah. And then like everyone I fucking knew like hated on me for like tossing <laughs> this thing. You have dreams about these things? It's the only one I've ever had. Oh wow. <laughs> It was just a, it was, it was a bizarre dream, though. Like Dude, a, I had a dream that I was actually one of those people that were hating on you. <laughs> it was everyone. It was everyone. God damn it. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to some emails here. So uh, email bumper. Do it. Mail. Motherfucker. Mail. I don't know why you're complaining about the length of some of these bumpers. That one's good. When the emails are like 300, 400 times as long. (laughs) And I blame you, Army. (laughs) I'm going to try to blaze through these. All right. Because we do have Jake on a limited amount of time this episode. Yes, I've got fucking too many cooks at my job for the last month. (laughs) Too many cooks? i got to be in there at fucking 6 a.m. Ah, boo. That'll be our next intermission music. Oh, that's awesome. Too many cooks. Too many cooks? (laughs) I love that. You introduced me to that. (laughs) And I've shown it to probably... Have you seen too many cooks? Uh -uh. I've shown it to like 20 fucking people since you've introduced it to me. It gets weird towards the end, man. That's... I know, I know. That's the point. It's one of those things where it starts funny... Right. And then you're like, what is this dumb shit? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it becomes the most hilarious thing in the world. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like, uh, when we first started the show, <laughs> started off funny and then Frank joined it and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then Frank leaves and you're like, oh, it's funny again. <laughs> <laughs> fucking with you, Frank. I know. It's glad, I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad to be back even though I didn't do my homework. Local post I- office <laughs> attempted delivery packages undeliverable as addressed. Did they send it to your old place? Probably. Oh, them you fuckers. got comic block, cock block. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new jingle. <laughs> you got comic block, cock block. <laughs> what the hell? What do I do now? That's How am I going to get my fucking coaster? The new assholes that live there probably took it. Tell you what, I'll give you that. One. You can have a set of shitty coasters. Aw, thank you. <laughs> Is that supposed to be like specifically designed to weeble and wobble and not fall down? Yeah, like the whole point of the coaster is not to get shit on your table. I want to, I, I, I want to, like, I want to, like, film people as they come home and they see those undeliverable stickers on their doors, and then I just want to play my little fucking jingle. <laughs> you got comic block, cock block, and then like shaking their head. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, like fucking Barry Manilow. That's that good fucking, shit. Uh, and then like, Price you see, like right this music, big, this big cock stamp over their face. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you, then, you, then you, hear, yeah. you hear like. <laughs> <laughs> You got comic block, cock block. <laughs> yeah, it's so steady. It's like a bobblehead. It should come. It should, bobble beer. It's bobble beer. It'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be nice if it had like one of those levelers in it. You yeah, know, a little green liquid. That should have been your accessory, a fucking leveler. Yeah, exactly. So they could level their fucking uh, coasters. The fucking shit. movement on that thing is really disconcerting. I mean, it's all over the fucking place. It's crazy. I am. It's bad. Oh wow. It's well, yeah, but even yeah, just yeah, like normal should, movement. I shouldn't be able to do that. That, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fucking terrible. No, it, terrible design. Guys, it's literally Jake's beer is sitting a on a coaster. Right? Yeah, I was gonna make a video. Jake's beer is sitting on a coaster and it's wobbling. He's yeah. been known to spill too. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Jake, spill guy. Ant Man episode spilled his fucking beer. And oh jeez, throwing his beer all over the fucking God, place. That's the first time I've spilled this entire fucking history of the show. 
I broke you an got iPad. comic book cock block. I did get comic book boom, cock block. Boom, boom, boom. I'm not. I'm not the record holder for spills on pop culture leftovers. No. I'll tell you that much. Oh, who, don't, who get, don't get. Just own it. Just be like, yeah, I spilled. Fuck off. Guys. I spilled that shit all over your goddamn wires. <laughs> <laughs> I said, fuck your wires. Soak it up with the wires. Try recording episode 100 now, motherfucker, <laughs> with a goddamn wet soundboard. <laughs> it was on all the equipment. <laughs> Jesus. Surprises. Still working. Oh god. Okay, guys, I'm gonna start these emails. Oh, yes. oh, no, yeah. We can't even get to the most email. Alright, a lot of these are sucking her dicks for a hundred episodes, so we'll just burn through those. All right. First one comes from my favorite listener, Ernesto Navarro. Oh, Ernesto. He's my favorite, and I have said that on multiple episodes that Ernesto is my favorite listener. And you know what? That I mean, can you imagine the pride and the joy that Ernesto hurt like when I first announced that on our show? Oh my god. Yeah. And then on the flip side, I want you to think about what poor Chelsea Nickerson thought to herself when Dave announced that she was, <laughs> she was his favorite listener. The Is she still alive? I bet Chelsea was just like, what did I do wrong in this life <laughs> to fucking deserve this shit? You know what I mean? It's like she's like, I think I know I'm I'm a good person. I give to charities. I you know I help old ladies across the street. She's the perfect representation of an empowered female. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I don't think I've ever announced a favorite listener. Jay, are you you have a favorite listener? No, I don't think so. Okay, okay. Um my my two favorites, my and the fuck the rest of you. My two favorites are, are Ernesto, and then my second favorite is True Breezy. True oh, Breezy. yeah, good yeah. choice. The rest of you, yeah, you can you can fuck off. <laughs> I'm gonna next week. I'm gonna announce my favorite listener. Cool. I got I, what I want. What I, I want to know, Dave's two favorite listeners. I want to know yours. I want to know Frank's, and I don't want to know Jay's. And then what we're gonna do is, I want them all to be like, an, uh, I want to put them all Death into like battle. a Hunger Games scenario, yes! where they have to kill each other. I, and by the end of it, I want fucking like Ernesto eating like fucking Chelsea's heart and shit out in the fucking jungle. <laughs> that might influence my decision. He's like, now, he's, like, he's, like, he's like holding Chelsea's heart and eating it, and he's like, Aah! like shit just gets fucking weird. Wow, yeah, that might influence my decision though. Like, I wouldn't want to pick like Finn because he's too scrawny. He'd get torn up in that, <laughs> that battle. No. Finn, you gotta watch those. You gotta watch those younger guys, dude. Yeah. Like, he's like a spider monkey. He's no gonna way, jump man. on the fucking back of <laughs> I would totally, you know I, mean? th- I would totally think that this would go beyond the physical because, I mean, this is an audio podcast. It comes down to their fucking imagination, man. Because, right, right. I mean, Finn, I may, Finn may be small Finn. and young. What? No. I'm saying he's got like a hell I'm of an imagination. About Jake. Oh, all right. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, well, I was saying he could have been my favorite listener until I knew we had to death battle him against each other. <laughs> He's like, no, but you won't make it. You won't yeah. make it. I can't have you. Yeah, yeah Finn's too weak. <laughs> you, you, you act like, like okay. You act like you act like you act like, you act like they're gonna be walking around in the jungle and shit. Finn's gonna see somebody and just like roll over and show and show his and show his belly and yeah. shit. Finn's too much of a pansy. He never makes. Oh. It <laughs> Rivalry, yeah, Ben. I want you to tweet yeah. at Two Sheds. Go fuck himself. <laughs> Next email comes from. Uh, wait, no, I didn't even read Ernesto. <laughs> Ernesto says, "Don't even know what to write in the email, but uh, but say I love you guys. You brought a lot of joy to me." He's still, you know, when he wrote this, he was on the belief that we weren't going to come back and do one on one. People really ate that shit yeah, up. They, no, they. Uh, they hate. They, they, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. they bought it. They bought. They bought. It. They bought it. 
fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know what to write in the email, but say I love you guys. You brought a lot of joy to me and still do. Every time the show would come up, I would be full of happiness and forget about all my worries. You guys uh, – not just the podcast I listen to, you're all long, uh, far away friends. And I hope that remains, especially you, Brian. You're like the brother I never had. You will always have me there, your friend, Ernesto, hashtag biggest fan ever. And that's, that's the truth. I love Ernesto. Fuck the rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> no, whatever. Like, listen to, listen to the last episode where I get drunk and I stroke every one of you like Dave. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> if you believe that. And don't forget to send your emails to Jim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Je ne sais quoi at uh, Yahoo, Yahoo or Gmail or whatever the fuck Je is that called. <laughs> <laughs> Next email comes from David Isaac. He was the uh, final person in that uh, wonderful video that Dan West set up for us. He looks yeah. like a tough guy. You might be a scrapper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you're just going to pick. Fuck TJ Williams. Goddamn. He's looking for the brawlers. <laughs> Jake, you're an asshole. Send, send me your workout routine. And that'll help me decide who my favorite listeners are. Jake, Jake's, Jake's like looking at listeners parkour videos yeah. and shit. Let me see your workout regimen. Have you ever been on Ninja Warrior? Um, yeah. Do you know how to throw a trident? Yeah. Um, David Isaac sent us an email. Hello, leftovers, Dave and that, 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 Frank. Hoping you all make it for this momentous occasion. He's talking about episode 100. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to write in and say congratulations to your 100th episode. I happened to find this podcast because I was unable to see Captain America the Winter Soldier on opening weekend and was anxious to hear if it was worth my time to see it in theaters. I was looking for something in-depth and spoilerific. Every link was connected to a half an hour. Spoiler-free waste of internet space. I finally found the link to Pop Culture Leftovers. Imagine my surprise that this podcast was an hour and a half longer than the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> How do we do that? <laughs> Magic. That's right. Three and a half hours of rehashing and dissecting and discussing absolutely every detail of the movie. What I found was people who talk like I do. Yes, I cuss like a drunk sailor who thinks the word fuck coming out of my mouth is tame compared to what I would like to say. <laughs> Had well thought out opinions and argued their points with each other to justify why the movie was a Tupperware. Brian and Jay or why it was a taste it. Jake. I went back and listened to all the episodes and had found my new favorite podcast. I was hooked. I waited patiently week to week for the next episode. I was bummed when Jay left, but embraced Frank when he came on and valued his somewhat limited but comedic view <laughs> of comics, but could talk games all day. I was bummed when Frank had to split, but enjoyed Dave's contribution and glad to hear his sweet Barry White smoke-filled voice after the Soda Pop comic cast had not been on in a very long time. <laughs> I was delighted when Jay made his triumphant return and the gang was back together. I was inspired to write a few articles for the Pop Culture Leftovers website, my favorite being why the Nolan films were not good Batman films. I loved reading other Army members' articles as well. And this feeling of community that this podcast made me feel a part of. What amazes me is the inclusion of the fans by the leftovers and how tirelessly they, especially Brian, crank out multi-hour weekly episodes. There are times that it... I love, 
<laughs> I love how people have to point out, especially Brian, so I don't flip the fuck out. <laughs> they know you all they too know well. they're listening. Yeah, it's like, because, like, he knows that, like, right there, like, there's going to be, like, this is where Brian stops and is, it's you, me! You fucking left. <laughs> Jay, you fucking left for 50 fucking episodes. Jake, you got arrested. And Frank, you've been gone for 14. And, yeah, that's where I flip out. And when you're here, you never fucking watch anything. <laughs> It's true. Maybe I should have fucking Jim on the show. At least he fucking contributes. (laughs) Hey, Jim, go fuck yourself. Fucking piece of shit. Hope you fucking die. I don't don't see how you do that, man. I'm already a little bit winded after that. I know. I know. Man. It takes a lot to keep this energy. I just gave a whole new respect for you right there. (laughs) You gotta go lay down now. I know. He says, uh, "That's I, the most animated I've ever seen you be." He says, "I, I no, that was a great and Brian impersonation." Ooh, I I can't do that again for three weeks though. <laughs> Imagine trying to do that a whole goddamn episode. I, I'm not. That wasn't sarcasm about that whole new respect. Jesus. Jake's like Jake's got hats off and shit. Fucking a man, go Brian. <laughs> I can only. Ima- I wonder if we had an episode of me, Dave, and you. If you would go horse from the yelling. Oh my god. You'd lose God. your voice <laughs> to be over. I We'd thought, have to call one of these guys in to save you. <laughs> I thought you were like an issue and then Dave came on the show. Yeah. Remember when you thought I was the worst? Look at these fucking oh, clouds. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fucking clown brigade now. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna seriously like one of these days like my I'm going to fucking have a heart attack. I can't do this forever. Like Like Sam Kinison. Like seriously. Well, yeah, exactly. Like one of these days. Like one of these days, I'm gonna be sitting down, you know, wearing one of those hospital fucking gowns and shit, and the doctor's gonna come in. He's gonna be like, you know, we looked at your blood pressure and your cholesterol, blah 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 blah, blah. and uh, we saw some irregularities. Uh, What are you doing? I'm gonna tell him about the podcast, and he's gonna be like, you know, like Rocky when Rocky got hit in the head too many times, and he's telling like Adrian. You know, like, you know, he needs to stop this. <laughs> They're going to tell me no more podcasting. They're going to tell you. I think that you're just going to say no more Frank. Well, it's <laughs> well, probably going to come down to a choice you got to make. You can either have erections for the rest of your life or you can yell at us for a hundred more episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Don't get angry. And also, you're limited to about a hundred erections. <laughs> you blew out your penis with your anger. <laughs> And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna wink and I'm gonna go like, 99 left, right? <laughs> wow. Damn. He still got it. <laughs> anyway, um, he says, David Isaac goes, I know I have gone on long, but I just wanted to let the leftovers and the army uh, Not no. as long as us. Yeah. <laughs> I want to let the leftover and the, and the army know how much they mean to me, wow. and that no matter what, I will be here listening and interacting for as long as I am welcome, and as long as the leftovers and their cast of friends continue to pump out the awesomeness that is Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. Thank you, and may the force be with you. Dot dot dot. Always, Army member. David Isaac. Mm. Nice. Have you guys ever thought, like, have you ever thought of yourself, like, what's going to be the last episode? Like, when, like, when, I mean, like, when is the last episode of the show going to be? After your heart attack. 
That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Nobody will know how to run the equipment. Yeah, yeah we'll try. Yeah, we won't ever be able to put failure. that episode out. <laughs> we'll pick Dave the showrunner. That'll bury it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. You guys saw how frequently Soda Pop Comics cast came out. Oh, God. This one's for Brian, brother. <laughs> Five years later, brother. <laughs> All right, next email comes from... Uh, Listener Jake Johnston. Oh, I love hey, Jake. Hey, buddy. How's it going, Brian, Jake, and Jay? I'm so glad for the return of Jay Piper. He was missed big time in my eyes. The show has never faltered in his absence. It's real good to hear the original three back. Not too much going on here except the fact that all the comments from the other listeners I've been hearing on the show are playing catch-up, starting on episode 60, etc., I'm here to tell you guys that I've been a listener since episode one and haven't missed one yet. I may not be the most vocal of listeners, but I will say I hold you guys option to the uh, opinion, excuse me. I hold you guys opinion to the highest regard. I watch a lot of shows, movies, and buy comics based on your opinions. I actually am disappointed when there isn't an episode to download, which is quite rare, I might (laughs) add. I know Brian J. And dot, 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 Frank <laughs> from grade school, high school days. Oh, wow. And yeah. grew up with Jay's brother, Eric. Yeah. Uh, this show and your opinion mean a lot to me. So keep up the great work, guys. There is a reason you are in Elasticity's top 10 pop culture podcast because you deserve to be. Keep up the great work. Suck a bag of dicks and fuck off. <laughs> so, so you guys know this guy since grade yeah. school. Have, oh, you, yeah. have you seen him in a fight? Uh, P.S. Get well soon, Frank. Dude, Jake. Yeah, I wasn't doing. Jake too. could kick some ass. Yeah, he right. could. Jake's right. a big dude. Me, me okay. and him didn't get along back then, and I was just because I was weird. I'm sure you fought him, Frank. No, no, no. But like, I, I wouldn't fuck with him. I wouldn't fuck with the guy. Jake's one of my favorite people. You know, like he. Uh, uh, yeah, we've known him for a long time, but he was always the big dude. You know, he he went on to play football and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was one of the biggest guys in that school period. Yeah. Um, my my brother has brain damage. We've never talked about this, but he was one of the few people that like stuck up for my brother. So I thank you for that, Jake, and thanks for listening. That's it's it's amazing to hear from you still these days. You know? Yeah, it's very cool. Just one of those people that have never that's always been in my life in one way or another. You know. Yeah, it's awesome. Good dude. Um, next email comes from Preston Jones. Preston Jones says, you had me at fuck. (laughs) All right, then. Cheap date. You know, Jerry Maguire had her at hello. (laughs) We had Preston at fuck. Yeah. We didn't even say hello. Fuck you too, Preston. (laughs) That's just my way of saying I love you, man. Yeah. He says, dear leftovers. And the comic nerd of my own heart, Dave. Dave's not even fucking here. No. <laughs> what are we supposed to text We hope him? not, at least. <laughs> probably show up right as you're getting ready to leave. He says, I have been listening religiously since the Age of Ultron episode. To give some background on myself, I'm an unapologetic Marvel fanboy. I have a Captain America shield tattoo on my shoulder that my dad took me to get when I was 18. So I've been drinking that delicious Kool-Aid for a long time. (laughs) It's sugary sweet. And I can't bring myself to really toss any of the Marvel movies. But I found myself having issues with Avengers 2. Hmm. And couldn't figure out really why. Then I listened to you guys give a review that rocked my world. You were saying things I knew but couldn't pinpoint. After I took my two daughters to see it, my 10-year-old said, 
that Ultron wasn't scary. Yeah. Right. If your main bad guy can't invoke a reaction of fear from a 10-year-old girl, maybe you <laughs> missed your mark. That's the best thing ever. I was hooked. I kept listening to your other awesome reviews on movies and TV shows, as well as a man with a crazy-ass Twitter handle, Domesticated Dave. <laughs> as soon as he tossed that worthless artist, Rob, everyone has boobs, even the men, and all the eyes are super close together, Liefeld, I knew he was okay in my book. I was kind of buying everything this dude was saying up, up until that way. last sentence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. still the Dave dick sucking. Right. <laughs> I think Dave sent this email. <laughs> I never put it past him. Preston Jones, a.k.a. Domesticated Dave. Uh, he helped me pick winners all around with my Marvel pull list. I had fallen off the comic book buying train as of late with funds being low. I got a new job and had a few extra bucks to spend, but had no idea where to start. He shone rays of light into a seamlessly end dark void of comic book hodgepodge. Wow, man. Is this Dave? This guy's got a hell of a <laughs> Can you yeah. rearrange the letters in his name to spell Dave Griffin or her domesticated Dave? Yeah, I know. I'm like, uh, I, instead of like Edward Nigma, I'm yeah. looking for like domesticated Dave to be spelled out here. Uh, sorry, I'll stop stroking Dave. Oh, oh nice. Self-meta. I also just watched <laughs> Sense8 and had my mind blown. Nice. From the fantastic characters to the complex cinematography, a pleasure to watch and a joy to behold from start to finish. I had to finally write you guys because you have made my long nights working alone seem not so long and made me feel not so alone. I stand on guard as an ever-faithful member, ready to give my all to life, liberty, and the pursuit of fantastic milieus to the leftover army, Preston Jones. Wow. Wow, great email. Thank you, Preston. God damn. (laughs) <laughs> These emails blow my mind. Sometimes. I don't think we do anything. Like honestly, like before episode one hundred, I don't think I didn't think we did anything. He actually sat down, thought about this, yeah, and then still and used the word hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. He's like, you know what? Fucking, I'm going to use the word hodgepodge. <laughs> you want heart and emotion? I got it. I got it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I'm going to use the word hodgepodge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not playing this guy in Scrabble. <laughs> Fuck no, dude. Uh, next email. Comes from Grub. Oh, Ooh, Grub. Grub. Grubinator. Now, before I read Grub's email, Grub recently asked me for my address and said he was wanting to send me something in the mail. Huh? And I got it in the mail and I already took my goodies, but I'm going to read the email. Okay. Okay. Now, it's not an email. He hand wrote this. My future co host, Eric Grub. Yeah, is that, oh, that is that fails? really happening? That's really happening. All right, we're doing our test record on Thursday. Oh, you, nice. You know, what? I'm a little upset that you guys haven't asked me any questions about podcasts. I will, I will, show, <laughs> I will show you my personal message where Grub says I need to talk to Ryan Drost, and my my first sentence to Grub is the first person I'm talking to is Brian. Is that what you said? Yeah, you're the fucking man. Thank I'll you. show you. No, and no, I can't. Grub, if he's going to go to Ryan Drost from Star Joe's. You can't you can't talk to a better guy about fucking podcasting. Ryan, Ryan's been doing this shit since like fucking 2010. Mm-hmm. So, wow, yeah, in early. Me and Grub have been talking a lot, so it's gonna take a lot back scrolling. Oh, you know, <laughs> don't worry about it. I, I believe you. Yeah, first um, thing, he'll, he'll back. He's listens. He'll back it up after. Just he hears so you this. know, guys, Star Joe's just had their 150th episode. Wow. Holy shit! Jesus. Damn. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. 
fucking. So don't be offended, by the way. I'm not offended. I was just joking anyway. (laughs) But he sends he sends me a handwritten message here. He told me I didn't have to read it, but I'm going to anyway. Um, you know, I'm going to read some of it. He sent me. He basically he sent me a uh, DVD of Clerks that was signed by Brian O'Halloran. Oh, who plays plays Dante? I'm not even supposed to be here today. (laughs) Not supposed to sign this. He wanted to originally get it signed by Muse uh, O'Halloran and Marion Gigliotti, who I've met Marilyn Gigliotti. Um, But uh, who did she play in the thing? I'm I'm brain farting. She played Dante's girlfriend in the film. Okay, the, the one that brought him lasagna. Okay. Um, I met her at a con years ago. Very sweet. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, he says uh, – and he sent us some other things. Um, and uh, those things – I've already kept my stuff at home. My stuff's at home. He sent us some patches. Jake, you'll love that. He yeah. says, as for the patches, they are a huge deal in the 501st. Mm-hmm. We all know that Eric Grubb is a member of the 501st. Uh, he says patch trading and collecting is like a shark feeding frenzy in places like Celebration. Just wanted to give you and Jake my garrison patch and one we did for DC since it's our territory. Uh, hopefully these don't suck in your opinion. He's talking to me and they do not. I love these patches. Thank you so much. <laughs> these are badass. He's gotta be scared to send you patches. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no. no uh, Star Wars patches yeah. that come from the 501st. Yes. Tupperware. All right. Uh, as for the pin, oh, that is shit. your pin. It's a duck pin. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I love it. Thought Jake would get a kick out of it with his new podcast. It's wow. like Donald Maul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Duck if Donald Duck was Darth Maul. And it's wow. absolutely awesome. Oh my These God. are your 501st patches. This is the territory patch from D.C. Oh, that's awesome. The, it's got the Washington Monument like right in the middle of the uh, – what is that? The Rebel Alliance, uh-huh. the, the new – And that is your patch from uh, the 501st, the Old Line Garrison. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Thank you. The, I was blown away when I first opened this. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm speechless right now. And Those are really cool. Honestly, I like the patches more. I'm a huge Kevin Smith pan, fan, but I was more excited by the patches, Grub. Yeah, those are those are awesome. Yeah. Damn, dude. So thank Eat you. that fucking collector core shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I would rather have the Eric Grub box. <laughs> well, I would subscribe to the Eric Grub box, too. Absolutely. Yeah. This is really cool stuff. Yeah, wow, that's fucking awesome. I love this join the duck side thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine what would be coming out of his mouth. <laughs> and the cool thing about like uh Grub and and uh Ryan Dros from Star Joe's, I don't know if you guys knew this, is like I used to I used to listen to Comic Geek Speak. Mm-hmm. And Comic Geek Speak would talk about uh and uh, I used to listen to, uh, I still listen to Half Hour Wasted, but they don't do their podcast as much as they used to do. It's my favorite podcast. I was a Geek Speak guy too. And uh, I met uh, Ryan and Grub from uh, Forum from uh, ForumForGeeks.com, and it's like a message board where you can talk to different people that are into different things. And like that's where I learned about Star Joe's, and that's where I learned about uh, Grub's podcast, the Awesome Movie Podcast. And we just kept like messaging each other on that page, and now it's like. You know, I listen to his podcast. He listens to ours. I listen to Ryan's, and it's just cool how I've been able to meet these guys, and like, it's just so awesome. So, thank you guys for your support. Yeah, that that is fucking amazing. And listen to Star Joe's 150th episode. So, what do they do for their 150? I haven't listened to it yet. I just downloaded it just recently. I haven't listened to it yet, though. So, 
Sorry, I wish I could answer that. You put me on the spot, made me look like a dick. <laughs> Way to go, Jake. You're so biased. <laughs> but I did listen to their. They had Joe Con. I did listen to their Joe Con episodes. So, yeah, take that. <laughs> Suck on that. <laughs> Suck on those mints. <laughs> uh, but Eric, Eric sends me. Uh, Eric sends us an email. Uh, he says, "Gents." Uh, I figured I'd stop dry- my driving and shoot you this message. For the first time in a while, I'm glad as hell for this long-ass episode. I'm currently sitting outside Richmond, Virginia, in the wonderful southern mecca that is Cracker Barrel, a couple hours <laughs> into the 1,400-mile drive I have to do for work. Got to head to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Drop some stuff off, then turn back west to I-95 and head south to Miami to drop the rest off. Ugh. Then, when I get done with that, rent a car and drive back to north, uh, back north to Orlando to spend a weekend at Disney World. Someone needs to give Jake a DX chop and tell him to suck it for me. Will do. Whoa. Here we go. <laughs> Where my wife is going to meet me and then drive the 900 or so miles back home on Sunday. So Good I God. think I'm going to be in that 2,500 to 3,000 miles of driving in basically 3.5 days. Son of yeah. a bitch. Anyway, I wish I could give you a cool reason why I didn't see your text about Wreck-It Ralph like I was balls deep in my wife while snorting cocaine off her ass or saving the world from dinosaurs or something. But sadly, my fat ass was asleep with one of my cats sitting on my chest, pawing at my face, wanting attention. And I keep my phone in another room. I think I have a cool reason, though. Uh, I think I have a cool reason why, though. I'd been in costume all day at library doing the 501st thing, and we had a troupe at the Washington National Star Wars Day on Sunday where it ended up being like 112 when you factor in the humidity. Fuck. Yeah. So, Wreck-It Ralph. Disney made old-school 8-bit arcade machines for Fix-It Felix Jr. as a promotion with the movie. I've only ever seen the actual machines at Disney Parks, but I know they were out in the wilds as well. That's why I was blown away when I saw it, guys. They did a great job of making it look like a vintage arcade they did. cabinet. I, I remember, I remember, I, I have never seen a Fix-It Felix game before right. in my entire life. And then for like my uh, nephew's birthday, uh, Garcia's has like a bunch of video games mm-hmm. there in Decatur. And they have got like the Star Wars trilogy game. They've got uh, like some racing games. They've got Galaga. And then they have a Fix-It Felix Jr. game. Hmm. And I was like, holy shit. I go, I can't believe that this was a real game. I even took a picture of my nephew playing it. And I'm like, I can't believe that they have a Fix-It Felix game here. I didn't even know it was a real fucking game from the 80s. And then come to find out, it's not that this game was just made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't believe it, and it was an arcade console. That's bitching. I couldn't believe it. I, you know what? I'm I th- I'm going to try to drive back to that Garcia's and take a picture of it for people. That'd be awesome um, if they still have it there. But I, I was blown away by it. Is it in Illinois? I saw him yeah. while we were trying Decatur. to figure it out. Oh no, shit! It's at the Garcia's Pizza downtown Decatur. Goddamn! Wow. But yeah, I saw him while we were um, yeah. looking him up. They, I mean, it was. I I was questioning whether or not I was right once I started seeing the images of yeah. the arcade cabinet. They look legit. Yeah, 
and the, the graphics of them and everything. Well, I thought and, when I first watched the movie, I thought like, oh, this is just a made up property mm-hmm. that they're trying to tell people was around in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Then when I went to Garcia's and I saw the fucking uh, the arcade uh, machine, I was just like, holy shit, this is a real fucking game? I don't remember <laughs> this. I, I remember Joust. I remember Galaga, Centipede, Dig Dug, Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man. Right. I don't remember Fix-It Felix, but okay, whatever. Whatever. If you're saying that this was out at the same time that Burger Time was out, I'll believe you. Yeah. I never saw it, but okay. I guess this was just one of those lesser-known video games that I never heard of. It's like the Marvel character, a Sentry. They, like, wiped it out of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there it is now. Right. The arcade scene, it's kind of sad that it all died away because of all the home console shit. Yeah. It used to be great to go in and, like, you know, rub elbows with people like, you know, you guys do with comic book stores yeah. and shit. And you yeah. don't get that anymore. You I did that when that. I was living there in was a community. I, mm-hmm. It was very cool. I remember Jay and I used to go to uh, arcades and shit as a kid. And, yeah, uh, you know, we'd always sit around and watch like like who's like uh, who's the best player on Street Fighter Two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah put your quarter up right. there to signify right. that you're next to go. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, like, and the thing is about video games back in the day was like the only way to get better was to play somebody that was better than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I to guess. watch and learn and find out like what the combos were because like even though there were like we had video games like we had uh, magazines like Nintendo Power. We didn't have arcade machine. Uh, not, we didn't have any arcade machine uh, magazines. No tips no. or tricks. That, no Google. Uh-uh. No Google no, that would show that you combos. So any of the combos that people were uh, using in Street Fighter Two or Mortal Kombat or uh, whatever these games were, people were just learning these on their own, and it's like. Oh my god, this is the guy that fucking figured out that Guile can do the sonic boom. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. a that's dude, a great point. How I did remember, you do that? Oh, back, forward, and then this button? Awesome, dude. That's fucking amazing. I was in an arcade the first time I had somebody execute a fatality on yeah. me. It was Sub-Zero. Yeah. And I'd never seen anything like that before in my life. I just sat there and I was like, holy fucking shit. I remember yeah. Street Fighter 1 at the uh, Landmark Cinemas. Oh, wow. And I played that game over 20 times before all of a sudden motherfucker threw a fireball at me. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> right? Those fireballs? How the fuck did you just do that? Yeah, and you right. showed me, and, I, and you're exactly right. We were just blown away. Absolutely. A lot of that magic is what gaming today is missing. You don't have that unexpected surprise shit, and then you don't get to share that with people. Yeah. The yeah. internet fucking has blown all that away. Yeah. Oh, and then I just, I, I miss the mindless arcade games. Uh, you could go to the arcade and just be like, you know what? I'm going to drop a bazillion quarters on Smash TV. Smash TV. Oh, Smash God. TV. You are so dead. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> that game was fun as shit. It was. Uh, do you want to play Narc? Yeah, I love Narc. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Two player. Uh-huh. It's like a two player. It's fun as fuck. The original Double Dragon. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah. The original con- the the original arcade Double Dragon. Like when it came out for the Super Nintendo for the excuse me the Nintendo. I was just like. This ain't Double Dragon. Yeah, there was no. one weekend that I don't. Uh, it's not 30... even two players. It's like what the fuck? You're trying right. to tell me that that's fucking a, a Bobo? 
I was like, no, 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 man. I, I played Double Dragon. This ain't fucking Double Dragon. Yeah. It was like half the size of the arcade yeah. of Bobo or yeah. whatever you say. I remember in the late 80s, early 90s that uh, there was one weekend I dropped over 30 bucks into fucking Dragon's Lair. Yeah. Because <laughs> all that shit is all like, you know, quick time events or whatever where you got to hit the right button at the right time and then you'd only learn by losing. Yeah. So I'd fucking just sit there and keep fucking plunking quarters in and quarters in. That was a good time. I was on a vacation when I was a kid. Um in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and I went to an arcade uh, on the strip in Gatlinburg, and I met a guy that, and he gave me a business card. <laughs> he worked for my one of my favorite magazines at the time. Remember Electronic Gaming Monthly? Yep. Oh, I love yep. EGM. Subscriber. He was playing Golden Axe, mm-hmm. and he played as the dwarf. Yeah. And he beat the game on one quarter. No wow. shit. Wow. It was the coolest fucking Jeez. thing I had ever seen in my life. I could not fucking believe it. I'm sitting here. This guy is just like, he's like, yeah, I work for EGM. And he's like, uh, yeah, uh, he's just playing Golden Axe for the fuck of it. He's not mm-hmm. even reviewing it. The game had been out for a while. Yeah. He's just playing it. And he's destroying this game. I watched him from start to finish. Destroyed this fucking game on one fucking quarter. I could not believe it. Oh my god! Damn. I remember it used to cost us like ten bucks just to beat like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, that arcade game was fucking killer back in the day, and that was like right around ninety. Yeah, and I mean it's like like uh, that that one level where like the uh, black skeletons where you had to kill them like fucking twice. Uh-huh. I couldn't believe it. I was like. Dude, he is fucking wasting these guys. I couldn't believe it. I'd never seen anybody play video games like this before. I was like, this guy is on another level. <laughs> I used to laugh like a, he, a hyena at the animation that the elves would make that you would beat for the little with the little money sacks that would run oh, around. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, ah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> They'd run back and forth and shit. Do you guys remember a little game that it never got released for a console? And if it did, they didn't do an, uh, they didn't do a great translation, an arcade translation. But uh, Magic Sword. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. I loved Magic Sword. I played that a lot. Magic Sword. You could pick from like the the mage, the warrior, and there. I think there was like a female warrior. Yeah, like an Amazon or something. Yeah. Sounds kind of like Gauntlet a little bit. Kind of like character wise. Well, yeah. yeah, Gauntlet was like an overhead view, mm-hmm. and this was more like a side scroll. Yeah. Action like a two D side scroller, similarish to Golden Axe. Yeah, yeah I don't think they ever made that. Do you, do you remember the uh, RoboCop arcade game? Oh yeah, that yeah. was dope as fuck. It was dope it? as yeah, fuck. The graphics on that were fucking awesome. I never played that. The RoboCop? Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. I bet you did. You just don't remember it. Do you remember the Superman arcade game where you, it was two players and you had the blue Superman, yeah. like the traditional, and the red one? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. They had that. the flying levels and you could shoot the fucking like uh, heat vision and shit. Do yep. you remember that? No, I don't remember that one. I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. I love that fucking. That game. That was fun. Captain America and the Avengers. That was that awesome. Was good, yeah. yeah. They, had, they had the vision that they only used for like that two-year period. The, the, uh, the, the white, white vision. vision. Yes. Yeah. yes. I miss those fucking arcade games where you had yeah. like four players simultaneous. You I loved the Simpsons shit. one. Holy that was good fuck. too. Oh man. The, the Simpsons arcade game. Yeah. Yeah. Bart with the fucking skateboard. Yeah. 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 And they had the life and hell bunnies that uh-huh. were coming at you. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Marge fucking hit people with her hair? Uh, she had a vacuum cleaner. Vacuum cleaner. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And what was cool about that game was... Bart had the uh, the slingshot, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Lisa... Was she using the sax? Uh, I think she might have had a handbag that she was swinging. I could be wrong about remember. that. Homer was just fisticuffs. Okay. I remember that. But what was cool about that game 
it was exactly like Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. But you could combine and all the X Men game. Yeah. yeah. The X Men game actually there there was a four player and then there was a six player. Oh yeah, there X-Men was. Game. Yeah, there was. I never saw that one. They had the really wide like board, but on the oh. Simpsons you could all combine together and yeah. do moves together. Like you could all totem together as characters that's and right. do like one big power move. Yeah. Do you remember the game awesome. that used like two or three or four screens that they combined? It was yeah. called uh, Ninja Warriors. Yeah. Mm. And you would uh, be the ninja. It was kind of like Shinobi, but you'd fight tanks and shit. Yeah. Was that first person too? Or was it like just, you know, first person throwing the stars, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? No, it wasn't first person. It was a side scroll. Okay. Do you guys remember uh, back when it was Showbiz before Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, yeah. They had uh-huh. a Pac Man game that was half pinball game. Half video screen Pac-Man game. I think it was called Super Pac-Man or something like I that. I remember that. That shit blew me away as a kid. Do you remember playing Dragon's Lair? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Dragon's Lair for sure. Um, Space Ace, along Space the same Ace, Zaxxon. I, I own I own those on DVD, and you can play them on your DVD player. No, yeah. those are cool. Uh, the, all those Don, I love Don Bluth animation. I had the same experience kind of with you as Golden Axe where I like, one time I just watched a guy like beat Dragon Slayer. Like he knew like every yes. fucking way and yeah. everything and I was just like mind blown. Do you remember the 3D game that they had at <laughs> yeah. Aladdin's Castle with the cowboy? I do, I do. It and had the little go in different side. Yes. There was a 3D game. And it looked. It, you don't remember that, Jim? No. It was like a dome. Had it like was a, a dome. dome. Oh, yeah. the dome! I remember the dome. And there was a cowboy, and it was. It was almost like it was like kind of like Dragon's Lair controls, but mm-hmm. you're looking at it with 3D. So you'd hit like a button, and he'd jump, or you could shoot. Uh-huh. It was real limited in like your controls, but. It was just kind of neat to see. It was like it looked like a live action guy. Yeah, it was crazy. He would fight like he could go to the future and like he'd have. He's a cowboy and he could shoot robots from the future and shit. Shit. Do you guys remember um, Wernsman's when it was still Wernsman's? Yeah. yeah. In Germantown. Yeah. Uh, I worked there for a little bit when we were sixteen, and they had uh, San Francisco Rush. It was the only fucking video game they had in there. And I'd sit there, and after the they closed the restaurant, I'd fucking take leftover chicken and just fucking sit there and eat it and play that fucking game. <laughs> that game was all about putting uh, dirty things on the license plates. I it remember was, that was, was the biggest it thing. Was, about- <laughs> it was so fucking arcadey, though. Like it was really comical how awful it was. Like as far as like the hitting the deers, yeah, the deers yeah. would blow up into like eighty thousand pieces. It was great. You it know what great. game was really popular in the arcades that I fucking hated? What? What's that? Bad dudes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't a big fan there. of that either. Play it. Yeah, I wasn't a big. Fan it had a of terrible uh, Nintendo translation too. Right. Like if you thought it was bad in the arcade, some of those old Nintendo games that were console games really didn't translate well. I remember like you could play Super Mario Brothers two on a you know cabinet, but you had like a timer. Whether yeah. you died or not, if you had lives left, yeah. oh time's up. Yeah. You got to put more money in. I always thought that was shit. Yeah. They had machines that you could like pick what Nintendo game you'd want to play, and then it would give you a timer. Yeah, yeah I, rem- I remember those. Yeah, those yeah. were weird. The coolest. Th- arcade, remember the Neo Geo? Yeah, oh, yeah. you yeah. could play the Neo Geo like the console. You mm-hmm. could play those at the arcade too. Right? Way up the Warrior. Yeah. That was yep. the big Neo Geo game. Well, uh, the, fucking any of those SNK games, King of Fighters. Oh yeah, you know? that was really big. Do you guys remember how yeah. big the cartridges were for Neo huge. Geo? They were fucking huge. They were like the size of like hardback books. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, they were, they were as big as <laughs> they were as yeah. big as John Holmes' dick. I mean, yeah. surprised those fucking cartridges didn't pass out when you played them. What was what was that fucking video game TV show that was on in like 1989 where they'd always start off playing the Batman game? Video was it Video Power? Was that it? No, I, I remember. remember. No, no, you remember? Uh, what was his name? Like, uh, fuck, dude. I can uh, think of it. The blonde hair dude. It was the guy, and at the beginning he would rap. 
and like they would play video games against each other, uh-huh. and then at the end they would go through like this maze, and they would pick up the. Oh, fuck. That was like, a Nickelodeon one, right, and that show's yeah. hilarious. If you watch, I forget what it's called. Nick video. Arcade. Yeah, Nick Arcade. Yeah. No, I'm not thinking about oh, Nick okay. Arcade. I'm thinking about Video Power, and it was uh, fuck. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna try to find the fucking theme song <laughs> on the internet, and I'll play that shit, dude. I mean, Nick Arcade was hilarious because at yeah. the end they had like no one knew what the fuck they were right. doing, so oh, it was always was, so like, bad. was it that show where like you were actually in the video game? Yeah, yeah. I remember. It was always a travesty at the end because people would be like, what? I didn't know where the fuck they were because they were like trying to watch a video screen to see where they were at and like like reach over the coins and stuff. Shit, I love that show. And the guy was stuck, (laughs) the host was stuck on this melody that he would always make up words to. Are you guys ready to hear Video Power, the intro? Yeah, yeah. Okay, here it is. Video Power. Yeah. It's like CNC Music Factory. Video Power. My show is with maximum height. Say video power. Yeah, that's the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like our intros. <laughs> <laughs> you had a rip. You had a rip. <laughs> Holy shit. What you mothers? <laughs> like a squirrel trying to get that nut. <laughs> just scream CNC music. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Jesus. Feel the power. It's like Snap. Can you watch episodes of that on YouTube? No, oh I, I, honestly, I don't know if you can, if they've been uploaded now, but like, I used to watch that show all the time. It was like people, they were competing against each other uh, while playing video games. <laughs> Whoever the winner was, they got to go through a maze at the end of the um, show. Yeah. And the maze, like you, you know, it looked like a McDonald's playland. You'd crawl through like tunnels and shit mm-hmm. and rope ladders. But like, there'd be things that you could grab like, uh, um, like uh, there's a backpack, and when you grab that backpack, like if you open it up, there's like a ton of games in it. Mm-hmm. I remember this now. You could grab cards, and in the card, you would open it up, and it'd be like, oh, you want a Sega Genesis console, or, right? Or you want like a Neo Geo console, Ooh. and that was the thing, or man, because those were like seven or eight hundred bucks back they were in the day. Six hundred, seven hundred. Games were like two hundred bucks a pop. The games yeah. were over a hundred bucks. Yeah. But I mean, they were the only thing you could get back then that was like arcade quality. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so. I, I had a hard on for that shit. Yeah, I remember this time. kid that I hated got a Neo Geo, and I just pretended to like him just to go play it. <laughs> <laughs> I did that once with Transformers because I had Megatron, and dude had uh, fucking Optimus Prime. So I went over. I couldn't stand the kid, but it was the only way I could have like an epic battle. So, <laughs> all right, we got to do what about, you got to do. We've been talking about video games this whole time, but uh, Grub says also congrats on a hundred episodes. I was uh, burned out as fuck by the time we hit fifty when we stopped. And ours were only an hour or so every other week. How you guys do it is beyond me, Grub. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, so, Grub. Thank you, dude. How do we do it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have no clue, dude. I don't know how we do it or why we do it. We're fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, though, there's no rhyme or reason. But what else would I be doing on a Saturday? I sure as fuck wouldn't be Earth Sunday. Yeah, playing what day video was. games. All right. Well, I wouldn't be fucking like reminiscing about all this shit that I forgot about that you guys remember too. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, next email comes from Finn Dietz Creek, and it's uh, he says, "Hey, leftovers, uh, I am not a pussy, and I could kick some ass." 
I could, that was quick. I could kick some ass on an island. So fuck you, Jake. You fucking piece of shit. I fucking hate you. Okay, no. It says, hey, leftovers. Is it really an email from Finn? It's an email from Finn. He says, hey, leftovers, and whoever decided it would benefit them to be on the show this week. Not we get benefits? I I decided it would be fun to tell you guys a little about myself. Uh, I have been training in uh, combat for years. And I feel that I would kick some serious ass if left alone on an island. So fuck you, Jake, you fucking judgmental piece of shit. Is that the real one this time? No. No. <laughs> He says, I'm Finn. I'm Finn. I'm a gold medal archery. <laughs> he says, I'm 15 years old from Akron, Ohio. That's uh, that's actually where uh, LeBron James is from. Oh, similarities. Just throwing it out there. I'm 15 years, old, uh, 15 years old from Akron, Ohio in the U.S. My favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Favorite villain is Dr. Octopus. I also collect action figures and comics. And my favorite movie of all time is Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Pop Culture Leftovers was my favorite podcast until Jake was saying I was a big wuss and I would be killed on a fucking island. So fuck you, Jake. I'm not going to listen to you anymore, you son of a bitch. Man. <laughs> How could you? He says Pop Culture Leftovers is my favorite podcast and – <laughs> and I and I started listening on episode thirteen. Lastly, Brian is my favorite leftover because he thinks that I could kick some ass on a fucking island and take out some motherfuckers like it's nobody's business. So fuck you, Jake. Go to hell, you motherfucker. No, he says uh, Brian is my favorite leftover. Sorry if this was boring and or pointless. I just thought it would be fun for you guys to know more about the people who listen to you guys week to week. Something else I wanted to bring up is fuck you, Jake. <laughs> I actually let my guard down that time. I'm coming for you. Fuck. You won't see me coming. I was like, you can't do it a sixth time. I let my guard down. God damn it. No, he says something else I wanted to bring up is listening to the Ant-Man podcast and hearing David really open up to you guys made me want to do the same. He's talking about David Talbert, our mm, listener, mm, uh, oh. at KF Griff. Uh, at KF Griff. Oh, Kung Fu Grip. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, he, it made me want to do the same. A few nights ago, one of my close friends committed suicide. Ooh. Mm, sorry, and, dude. And it's been hard on me. Uh, I hadn't been able to listen to podcasts for over a week, so I had 12 hours of pop culture leftovers to help me get through it. I don't know if any of you guys are religious, but if you pray about stuff, keep me in your prayers. You guys mean a lot to me, and I'm proud to have uh, a spot in the leftover army, uh, Finn. So, Finn, thank you. Thank you so much for that email. Uh, I, 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 I've never had anybody like really close to me do that. So I, I, I wish I could say I relate to like what you're going through, but I can't, but I, I can't imagine like the pain that you're going through. That's rough. I've actually had a, um, a close friend commit suicide. And I mean, to this day, I think about it and have regrets about it. Cause like, um, he came over and was like, Given away a, a bunch of his stuff to everyone and everything, uh-huh. and like there wasn't there wasn't much like suicide prevention as there is like now, like back yeah. in the day. Like you hear that all the time. Like that's like a big sign is if right. someone's like giving away all their like prized possessions and everything right. that you should be worried about them. And we just 
Like we're like, hey, hey, thanks, man, yeah. thanks. I really wanted this. This is awesome. And he like right. came over and just gave us all uh, video games, posters, books. Right. And just kind of did a big like spree of handing all his stuff. And then two days later, he he killed himself. Oh man. And we just all were like, man. And we just like to this day, I'm like, why didn't I fucking see the oh, writing man. on the wall? Um, Nineteen. See, that's the thing. It's like uh, when you're really young and impressionable and it seems like the whole world, uh, your whole world just ended, whatever it be, uh, whatever's happening to you in your life, whether it be like, you know, uh, your first love. It, and, it was all over a girl. Yeah. Oh, man. Whether it's your first love and you lose them and, and, and you think like your whole world's devastated. I, I remember a kid growing up. I wasn't really close to him, but I remember like. His whole world was this girl, and she broke up with him. And like the like a week later, after he couldn't get her back, he jumped off a bridge here in mm. East Peoria and killed himself. And like to that girl, like maybe it bothered her a little bit, but like you know, it did, she didn't sweat it. You know what I mean? It's not right. like it, like it affected her the way that. <laughs> And it's like you keep thinking to yourself, like, yeah, no matter what's going on in your life, like, things are going to get better. Like, you can yeah. hit rock bottom, but if you can make it through that fucking rock bottom, things are going to get better. For real? Things always get better. I actually, um, like, two days after he killed himself, this is, like, kind of making me tear up a little bit, but I actually um, sent a text. Mm. And even though I knew, like, he was passed away and everything, yeah. it just, like, kind of said goodbye through a text and everything. Mm -hmm. And this was, like, I think I'd only had my cell phone for, like, a month or two or whatever yeah. and his sister actually had his phone and read the text nice and texted me back and said this is really great i really appreciate this yeah. and that um you know greg always talked fondly about you you were one of his best friends you know you always allowed him to come hang out in your basement anytime and everything and and i just want you to know that you know not to get be so upset about this that Greg really loved you guys. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about any of our listeners, but if like you ever think about any of this stuff, if you ever, I mean, it's natural. I don't think that you, it's a horrible thing to think about suicide. People do it. People think about it. You know what I mean? People think about it all the time, and it's just you just need to reach out to somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, There's always somebody who's been through what you've been through. Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter how bad it is and how much it like tears your mind apart to even mm -hmm. think about going on another day. If anybody ever needs to talk to me, you can talk to me about it personally. Um, I'm going to admit some. I, I attempted suicide um, when I was 21, and um, it wasn't through uh, – I didn't take any pills or anything like that. I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I literally I'm, – I'm just trying to – if anybody needs to talk to anybody about it, I literally slit my wrist um, when I was 21. Wow. Um, and um, – yeah, I've got the – I'll never do it again. Like I literally have the scar on my wrist and I can look at it every day as a reminder as to how – like I can I can just think back like to my mindset back then. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I hated myself. I hated my life and uh, I – you know – I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if I can. Do yeah, that. I mean, I, you bring up a good point, Brian. Like that, like that, fourteen through like twenty-two, like age mm -hmm. range. It's just a really impressionable age range, and things. It's things a that, selfish thing to do. Don't do it. Don't things do that it. seem like the heaviest mm -hmm. things ever that you'll never get over. Mm -hmm. I mean, take it from from us that you, you will get over it. You'll I get mean, over it. It'll always hurt, and you'll always like you know feel mm -hmm. the pain and everything. But it things do get better. Things get better. Trust me. Like I'm. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Like, uh, I, I gotta admit, I went to the hospital and they put staples in my arm. Jay, I actually showed it to you. You, do you remember this? I remember. Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it was fucking real, man. And it was like, that's like, I, I don't know. I don't, uh, God damn it. You know, it's, and it's, I don't know. It's not like directly related, but even though it was not one of my favorite Star Trek movies, five, when Mm -hmm. Cybok was coming and alleviating everybody of their pain and Kirk said, I need my pain. Mm -hmm. That made an impression on me when I was young. It kind of taught me through a cheesy movie that you need to be able to absorb these things as they happen and move on from them. It's Mm -hmm. rough, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's such a hard topic. I always get mad when people get angry at people who've done it because you don't know what the mindset is when you're in that level of pain. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the important thing is to reach out. Don't just let yeah. it swallow you whole. Mine had a lot to do with um, things that I had heard like all my life. And I put my trust in one person and they said something that struck a chord with like things that I had heard in my childhood. Mm. And I, I, I snapped. And I, it just happened. And it took that for me to learn that I do, I want to live. And with that, like, since I've survived that day, I've seen, like, you know, I've had bad times since then. But I've also seen, like, you know, like, the birth of, like, my niece and my nephew and, and you know, hanging out with you guys and rekindling friendships and seeing like my friends have children and stuff like that. There's been a lot of good that's come since then. So it's like, I don't know the ignorance of youth and thinking that things will never get better. And they do yeah. things get better. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it sucks that that happened to you, Brian, yeah. but like at least that you were able to make like a positive out of it at the yeah. end. Like that's, that was a building life experience for you. Oh, yeah. And that it's, you know, it kind of made you the character you are today a little bit. Yeah. And maybe that's a little bit for the better. No, I mean, it was one of those things, like, where, like, I had, I've, I've always had issues with, like, that, that, with that thing since, like, 12 years old until, like, that point where I actually tried it. And now that, like, and since I had, since I tried it, it was like, it almost, it's like it saved my life because the fact that it, I didn't take my life, it saved my life. It opened my eyes, like, that you don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, it was a hard awakening, but it was an awakening. And yeah. At least you took the positive from it, like in your current life, yep. like where you're right now. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I need a cigarette. Fuck. Now. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Yeah, let's take a break after that one. <laughs> but I love you, fan. Yeah. Wow. We'll come back and uh, hopefully be a little bit more uplifted <laughs> after that one. I, think I need to hear that video game opener yeah, for that no show shit. again. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's, let's, uh, we'll, uh, we'll play some video power. How about that? All right, whatever. We'll be right back.
Blah, 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 blah. That's what I say now. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> it's expected. Can we get? Can I get that fucking like copyrighted and shit? Hey, we're back. Like that every time, anytime anybody uses that, they have to pay me. Right. If That's it works Brian's for douchebag going, you're fired. <laughs> then sure. You're fired. Did you, you guys fired. hear about fucking? You know all those fucking uh, comments that Trump made about Mexico yeah. and shit. Yeah. Did you hear that? Like the the one of the top selling uh, items in Mexico right now is the Donald Trump piñata. Yeah. Like <laughs> thank little, God. Like girls at their quinceañeras are fucking bashing the shit out of fucking. <laughs> I thought uh, the Donald best Trump. The best fucking thing they could ever do is if they did a, do- a uh, Doctor Who episode where the fucking doctor is after Trump, and then when he finally gets to him, it's his hairpiece that he's after, and it's been controlling Trump the whole time. Thank God that Stephen Moffat is the one that's still doing Doctor Who and not you. <laughs> Thank God for Stephen Moffat. Hey, I'm uh, I'm in the season three now, though. You incompetent fuck. <laughs> You're in season three? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, you're still in tenant territory. That's awesome. Yeah, it's second season with tenant. Man, yeah. oh my god, he's so good. I'm so looking forward to Jessica Jones now. Mm-hmm. He he is incredible. Yeah. He's goofy and funny, and at the same time, he flips a switch and he's fucking dark and oh, I love it. I'm not into Doctor Who, but I've seen a lot of articles the only, this week. The only the only uh, the only person's fault that's that 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 you're not into Doctor Who is your own because you you don't watch it. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes. Yeah, but you you got to watch. Blake, Thank man. you. You, you really you do. watched Eccleston, man. Yeah. yeah, and it's it changes tone so much. And Tennant has such a fucking range, and like the, I love that show. Like the writing is so good. Yeah. It's so good. But yeah. is that Doctor bashing Doctor Who this week? Have you read that stuff? Like mm-hmm. the, the real reason why this Doctor was only in one season. I keep seeing that article. Oh, uh, are they talking about Eccleston? Yeah. I mean. I, you know, I, I thank Eccleston for what he did. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also glad that he did. He did leave the show. I mean, it it, it got better when Tennant was there. I, I oh, like yeah. Eccleston. The Eccleston yeah. season was it was okay, okay, but Tennant's amazing. Can it's, I skip Eccleston and start with Tennant? Probably could. If if you go to get into one to get hooked, Brian was absolutely right. Watch Blink. It's in the middle of the third yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just the writing, everything, the high minded concepts that one episode really shows it all and it's so isolated that you don't have to be caught up on anything else to watch it it is perfect yeah yeah. and then once you do get later on down the road to the other weeping uh angels episodes you'll appreciate them that much more right so uh next email comes from sage maybe sage can give us some sage advice oh (laughs) nice play on words there (laughs) 86 that frank there (laughs) maybe sage can spice this show up oh <laughs> Sage says, "God damn!" I know. I'm not fucking around this episode. Wow, talking about uh, the Sage of the Ages here and spice and shit. I got tingles. Yeah. <laughs> Frank's nipples are hard. Yeah, I don't blame you, Frank. Yeah. All right, Sage. Check. Sage. This is uh, Sage says uh, to start. I'm a fairly new listener and have been loving your podcast, especially the format and laid back discussions. I love the length and girth mm. and the veiny fucking cock of your no way. <laughs> wow. He says none of that. He oh, says, this is the he? Yeah. Oh, oh way to make fun sage. of his name, Frank. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. You said Sage? Yeah. I don't know why I just automatically assumed that, that was a lady's no, name. No, Sage sorry. is a dude's I'm name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm misunderstood. No, there's so much fucking testosterone coming out of that name right now. I may have misunderstood when we started talking oh, about being Throbby Cox. <laughs> maybe, okay, I, I don't know. Like, just because the spices. Maybe if his name was Ginger, 
<laughs> then it would be a female, Posh, but not sage. Baby. Sage is like the spice with a cock. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, yeah I followed you. Parsley is the, that, that's kind of like the, the spice that's kind of like, well, you know what? I may get the operation done. Yeah. Not sage. <laughs> sage has a big fucking veiny cock and sage is, is proud of it. Well, all right then. I'm just looking around. Who am I making uncomfortable? <laughs> I hope everyone. <laughs> Sage is like, please, God, stop talking about my name. And don't even read the rest of my email. Next email. I used to be a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Until you fucked up my name. I love the length and definitely enjoy the way you guys cuss and talk about nothing. <laughs> like we just did. He's wow. got us. Yeah. You Busted. Fourth wall. Now, I may be a few weeks behind, but I'm playing catch-up. I heard about your discussion about who plays young Han Solo and was yelling at my phone, trying to express my opinion. How would you guys feel about Miles Teller hmm. playing young Han? Uh, I think he'd be able to portray a humorous and hot-headed uh, Han, much like Chris Pratt. Just wondering your opinions. Thanks, guys. Sage. Uh, I'm going to give my opinion real quick. I have, uh, I've watched a lot of Miles Teller. Uh, I'm a big fan of Spectacular Now. Uh, I saw him, unfortunately, in, uh, Divergent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't really play up to his strengths in that movie. Um, I loved him in Whiplash. I'm not getting Han Solo out of him, though. No. I think if he were to channel any character, it would be Peter Venkman in a Ghostbusters reboot. Mm. He, he is the closest thing that I've seen to uh, fucking Bill Murray in a long time. I, I'm not seeing Han Solo, but I am seeing Peter Venkman. Hmm. Yeah, I can get behind that. You have to because you don't watch any Miles Teller. <laughs> you got nowhere else to go, Frank. It's like Frank just ran into a fucking like brick wall and shit. Well, uh, yeah, sure, fine, Brian. I'll agree with that. I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know. I have nowhere to go. Can you imagine how? Things- Can we talk about Doctor Who again? Yes, yes. I'm on I know season three. I know stuff. Yeah. Yay. Can you imagine how different things would have been if uh, John Belushi would have been Peter Vinkman, like That's originally true. planned? Wow. Yeah, uh, and Eddie Murphy would have been Winston. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of different casting decisions before they got the final uh, cast. True. So, yeah, and I'm pretty sure it would have been Belushi had he had he still been alive. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I mean, you can no, read No, I'm about not that. saying you disagree about No, it. you can read about yeah. that. I mean, like, John Belushi... They wanted him for Ghostbusters. Eddie Murphy was also supposed to be in the film. Yeah, it's one of those career-defining roles for Bill Murray. Yeah. So it's like, what? Well, yeah. where would we be now? Yeah. So it'd be wild. Yeah. All right. So I, you know what? I I don't know, but I don't think I don't see Miles Teller as Han Solo, man. I Han Han is such a hard fucking uh, casting, um, but. Uh, I can, I can. I don't know. I don't see Han. He doesn't I, seem dangerous no. enough, right? Like he doesn't seem like he has both sides of the coin as much, right? You know, right? Yeah, it's a stretch. Yeah. Uh, Wayne. On the flip side, <laughs> is that I, because he played Mister Fantastic? Yeah, that it's little, a stretch. Little pun there. <laughs> <laughs> stretch, Joe. Let me pat myself on the back. <laughs> 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 but on the flip side, uh, Sage, I want to thank you for the spicy email. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I want to thank you for sending us an email. That's awesome. I, I love hearing from new listeners, even though this is probably going to be his last email. Yeah, yeah sorry for the gender confusion. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck was that all about? <laughs> I didn't know. It was a bad assumption on my part. Just plain simple. 
What, what, like, what women are you hanging out with that are named Sage? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, like I said, I think it was just the talking about the throbbing, veiny cock that kind of put my mind into thinking that he was a lady. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because nothing screams lady like throbbing, veiny <laughs> cock. Yeah. The way Brian read it was that this person loved the big throbbing length and this and that. Blame me. It's my fault. No, 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 no. I'm not going to be a Dave. <laughs> he did, no, 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 he no, did no, blame no. you. No. <laughs> and, uh, I can Used it. Yeah, sli- Sage just slip into that <laughs> vagina roll because I <laughs> fucked it up for you. Whatever. Next email comes from Wayne Brunius. Remember Wayne? He's the guy that uh, is, uh, he likes to uh, take his uh, the last of his hard-earned money and go to Hot Topic and buy that Captain America Funko bobblehead. Oh. Yeah. Remember him? Close to your heart, huh? He's the He's real – I'm a real man. Yeah. <laughs> us, us real men like Wayne got to stick together. Yeah. I don't – I don't like sex. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fuck sex by Funko. So Wayne, he sends us an email this week and it says, Hey, leftovers. Oh, shit. And that fuckwad Brian. Oh. Does it really say that? Yeah. Ouch. Really? <laughs> wow. I have two questions to ask you guys today. Number one, why the fuck am I such a douchebag that enjoys Funko Pops? <laughs> I'm kidding, Wayne. That's, That's a question me. you have to ask yourself. <laughs> I'm ki- Wayne, I'm just fucking with you. Thanks for standing up to me again. <laughs> Call me a fuckwad. <laughs> Number one, if Deadpool overperforms with their R rating, do you guys think that Warner Brothers will let Suicide Squad get an R rating? Could it be possible that DC has a PG-13 and an R cut and will weigh the pros and cons of each but ultimately go with R over PG-13? Dude, that's a great question. Now, I'm going to start off by saying that like, you know, for people to say like, oh, Suicide Squad has to get an R rating, they're wrong. No, I agree. Um, number one, I think that like you look at movies um, – that uh, you look okay. Let, let me compare a couple of movies here that both have PG thirteen ratings that have totally different tones and themes throughout them. I'm going to compare uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, which I think, uh, as Jay puts it, is cutesy bullshit, <laughs> <laughs> and it is. And then I'm also going to compare that movie to a much darker movie called The Dark Knight. That's mm. the movie that was in my head, mm. which has more. Uh, adult themes and uh, you know a lot more violence in it mm-hmm. with a lot more weight in it and that's PG-13 I still think that like those Nolan movies prove that you can do a gritty PG-13 movie mm-hmm. and not have to have that R rating I think the R rating basically comes down to how much blood you're going to be able to show in the movie and how many times you can drop that F-bomb yeah right um would I be opposed to seeing a Suicide Squad movie that's R-rated? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Bring it. I'd fucking I'd, – I'd applaud them for it. Mm-hmm. Do I think it needs to be an R-rating after watching The Dark Knight? No, not at all. all right. What do you guys think? Do you think that uh, WB will let Suicide Squad get an R-rating? Wayne's asking us. No. I, I think I agree <laughs> with them and I disagree with them. I think we're, we're going to get the PG-13 Suicide Squad movie, but I do agree that if Deadpool blasts out the fucking gates and makes like $200 million in a couple weeks, that, that'll that open up eyes. And that Warner Not Brothers, for Suicide Squad. Though. Not yeah. for Suicide Squad. Right. 
but possibly other franchise pitchers. <laughs> sure. For I got a feeling that the Deadpool R is going to be a lot like the Kill Bill R, though. Like, in, in, like Brian makes a great point. I think in some ways, Dark Knight with a PG thirteen will be a darker movie than the R rated Deadpool movie. It'll oh, be sure, it'll yeah. Be, yeah, it'll be way darker. No, I mean, all, all they're going to give us is gratuitous blood and gratuitous yeah. f bombs. Yes. Right? It, it played for comedic value very much. Exactly. So I think, yeah. Exactly. So I think we're kind of talking about apples and oranges here with, like, Suicide Squad being R and Deadpool being R. It's, that's no, two different kinds of R. It's just I think, like... I think if you ask David Ayer, mm-hmm. the director, do you want PG-13 or do you want a rated R Suicide Squad? He's going to say, give me the rated R. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you watch Fury. There's a scene in Fury where your main character walks into the tank and is looking at the face of a Nazi... That's just resting within the tank. It's been yeah. cut off. It's, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, there, yeah, he's got to scrape up the face of a Nazi within the tank. My first thought is, um, the Joker losing his yeah, face. Yeah, staple face Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, David Ayer, if given the liberty to make an R-rated Suicide Squad film, mm-hmm. I think he would do it all day. I think he would want to take this as dark as he could get it. Warner Brothers, the studio though, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be like, okay, let's make this PG-13. Mm-hmm. We can do it. We can do a gritty PG thirteen movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And that's just going to come down to the money that they want to make. They want to make it more accessible to the younger audience. Sure, totally true. Sure. I mean, just statistics show you make more money with PG thirteen than R traditionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and if Batman's going to be in it, which he is, then I, yeah, I don't think they're going to take that route. You know, and I, and again, I don't think it's necessary. I, I think Deadpool it is necessary, mm-hmm. and. The the one thing I do hope from Deadpool is that it does change some studios' perspective on what you can and can't do, and maybe break some formulas. I don't, I don't think for a second that includes Marvel. But um, as far as superhero movies go, yeah, I think I, I, that's my biggest hope with Deadpool. I, I hope it'll be the shining knight that says you can push some boundaries with this stuff, and people will go see it. And people are gonna. It I mean, will be. Yeah, it's a low budget film. Uh, it's going to make its money back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just like ten-year-old us went and saw R-rated Terminator Two, right? Ten-year-olds are going to fucking see Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, but you don't need it. You don't need you it. You don't need it. No, no. Right. you don't need it for any of these superhero movies. Yeah, but I mean, you know, on the flip side, we're getting images of Harley Quinn licking a stripper pole. I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? Or yeah. licking licking the bars and yeah. then she's dancing on a stripper pole. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I could see this possibly getting an R-rated. Maybe an uh, maybe an unrated director's cut post post theater. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, but I, you know what? That's I. I either I want to, man. But I I want to see the director's cut. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get a theatrical cut. I want the theatrical cut to be the director's cut. Yeah, does that make any sense? It's kind of ballless when you're like, hey, now that we're out of the theater, right? We can we can show you all the stuff that we had no balls to show you in the theater. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also a way for them to double dip. Yeah, totally. Oh, okay. Uh, you bought the theatrical cut. Oh, that's the worst when they do that. I hate that. And six months later to a year later, here's what's our rogue cut. Yeah. I had to yeah. wait a fucking year to buy the rogue cut because I was not going to buy Days of Future Past 
I had to wait the year to buy the road cut. On that note, have you watched the road cut? I haven't. Uh, I'm interested to hear. Gus, I felt bad. Gus Hoontite, our listener, he sent me an email and he's like, hey, what'd you think about the road cut? Should I pick it up? And I'm like, I haven't watched it yet. Can I borrow the road cut once you watch it? Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you my digital download code. Is it an iTunes code? I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hook me up. I want to see that. Uh, the second part, uh, are we all kind of like all in agreement that it's probably not going to get an R rating, but yeah. we yeah. wouldn't be opposed if it did, but I don't think, I don't think it'll get the R rating. Right. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think they've been writing for PG-13 the whole time, yeah. so they probably don't even have the material. Well, and I think Dark Knight is proof that we, we don't have to have an R rating, but we can still get a gritty movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Number two, I was in the drive-thru headed home from work listening to Stone Cold Steve Austin try and sell me on this Game of War Android game when something popped in my head. If Kevin Feige really wants to do a Hulk movie, how does he convince Disney to let Marvel make it if Universal holds the distribution rights to it? <laughs> where did one? Where did where did the correlation? I, that's what I'm trying to figure happen? out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If you ever think about that again, just go Buy another Funko Pop and don't, don't send me a goddamn email about this question. <laughs> Funko Hulk is mad. <laughs> a Funko Hulk is very happy. It's a big job. <laughs> fucking Wayne hates me. <laughs> Wayne hates my fucking guts. I think, I think people find it hilarious. He says, happy last episode ever, Leftovers. Hope you come back to at least review this Sucktastic 4 movie. Yeah, we're going to be back. 102 is going to be Fantastic 4. Yep. Or not so Fantastic 4. Sucktastic we'll find 4. Out. Sucktastic 4. <laughs> that's good. No, but I mean, uh, th- that's the thing. Uh, uh, Marvel Studios can use Hulk in a in an Avengers movie, mm. but as far as like the, a solo film, uh, yeah, uh, Universal holds the distribution rights. Yes. So hmm. they've guys, shown that they've been willing to work with Universal in the past, though, to make a movie that isn't involved in the MCU. Exactly. So I think it all comes down to. I think it all comes down to. Um, I think if I don't know, do you think if Ruffalo makes a stink about not doing a solo film, uh, or do you think it's like? Hey, uh, yeah, we still have Black Panther to do. We still have Captain Marvel to do, Doctor Strange to do, and a humans movie to do, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Captain America the Civil War. We've got Phase 3 mapped out. Maybe Phase 4 comes around. Hey, let, you know what, we're gonna make this announcement. Cause I don't think, I don't think Universal would stop them. They'd be no, all for it. They'd be like, yes. Yes. Yeah, Thank you, Marvel. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Huh. I think the bigger problem that a Hulk solo movie faces is how ill-received the previous two Hulk movies are. Yeah. Than the whole Universal thing. Yeah. I think that's why Marvel's not so quick to dip their toes back into that pool. Right. Is because the other movies are so, like, panned by well, people. And, and, if anything, like they figured out, like the reason that Hulk worked was because of how they used him in Avengers, and honestly, they kind of fucking shit the bed in Avengers too, and didn't use him the same way. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, some of the best parts in fucking Avengers were the Hulk scenes. Yeah, yeah. Him punching Thor, mm-hmm. and yes. sp- punching that fucking you know, Chitari space whale in the face, <laughs> right? Waylaying on Loki. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Puny, puny god. god. Yeah. Beautiful. 
<laughs> Beautiful I mean, scene. They kind of shit the bed in the second movie, and they turned it into a romance between him and Black Widow. Yeah, it's like you took all the fun out of it, and you turned it into a fucking Twilight movie. Yeah. Well, I, mean, and <laughs> like, I don't need a fucking Nicholas Sparks movie in my fucking Avengers. <laughs> Fuck yourself. This fucking like this fucking uh, Pavlovian finger fucking shit going on between them two characters. I don't need it. And they made such a big deal about how they had to have this like crazy way to calm him down but they never showed us a reason why he needed to be calmed down in the first place like they never really explored that at all well true i mean had they not shown that like he pretty much was getting a whole uh control of it in this because that, that's what that scene meant to me yeah when he fucking when he went from you know mark ruffalo to I'm going to punch this fucking Chitari Spacewell in the face because I'm always angry. Mm-hmm. That scene meant to me like, oh, you know what? I'm becoming one with this fucking mm-hmm. anger and I'm figuring out how to harness this. Right. Now they're just saying like, oh, no, we threw that out the window. Yeah, it's yeah. like they like back to being out took of control. five yeah. steps back. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, thank you, Wayne, for the email. I, you know <laughs> – Honestly, if Kevin Feige, if they really want to do a fucking Hulk movie, I think it would have been done yesterday. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, I don't think that Universal's stopping them from doing it. Not at all. Not at all. I, I think it's the, I think it's just, uh, basically Disney saying like, how do we do a fucking Hulk movie? Uh, do we do fucking, uh, you know, Planet Hulk, World War Hulk? What do we do? Is that all we got? Is yeah. that the fucking Greg Pak shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it is. I, I think they have trouble creating a, a story where he is the bad guy. Mm. And mm. and he often is the bad guy. That was the TV series. He was always oh, yeah. running from the things that he did. So, you know, I, yeah, I think it's a case of, yeah, we don't know what to do with him. We can't really portray him as he's supposed to be. Right. So, Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, they kind of already burned that bridge with the uh, Hulkbuster fight. Like, World War Hulk almost makes no sense at this point. Yeah. Like, oh, it takes all the Avengers to take Hulk down? Well, we saw that's not true. Right. You know, just like, uh, I don't know, we read that one email and he was saying, like, the only reason that Hulk got knocked out was because of the fucking... It's it's a lot to explain, like, that Scarlet Witch hex. Yeah. Like, once that wore off, then, you know, like, then he got punched in the face by the Hulkbuster and that's what knocked him out. And... that's a, that's a lot to explain. You know yeah. what I mean? I, that that's not how I want my Hulk to go out. If it still that, doesn't explain yeah. anything, he was in Hulk state. Yeah. He was in full rage. He was getting the shit kicked out of him. He was probably pissed. Mm-hmm. But oh, he snapped out of the hex, so he knocked him out. Right. That is no explanation for yeah. what happens to the Hulk. Nope. And that was like the biggest thing about Avengers One was like, yes, the fucking Hulk. Right. I was so happy. Everyone walking out of the theater was like, hey, the Hulk was awesome. Yeah. And then, no, and now he's not. And now there's no possibilities for him as a character because they just fucking ran him into the ground. There's so many other characters they could have done that to. Jay makes a great point. It's like if World War Hulk happens, just get Scarlet Witch to put a hex on him into yeah. World War Hulk. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's easy. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> you can't do that with his character, goddammit. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's not like the Hulk between Avengers Age of Ultron to, you know, World War Hulk is able to somehow, like, uh, stop magic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You can't stop magic at this point. We know that now. Mm-hmm. You know, and then also, all it takes is a is Black Widow to calm him down. Like it takes a just a girl to calm him down. So as soon as he has a love interest, he's fine. You know, he can he can revert back to 
yeah, you know, he, whatever. It, it's just, uh, so many holes. No, it's just it's what's convenient for Joss Whedon's story at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. somebody's got to love this big green giant. Let's right. make Black Widow love him. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why, man, <laughs> guys? Let's hope that the Russo brothers can take this property and. Uh, and flip hmm. things around a little bit. They really got to come up with some good shit for Civil no, War, man. No, guys, like you, uh, a lot of the listeners think that I fucking I hate the Marvel formula, and I'm start. It's yeah, it's starting it's to wear thin. Out. It's starting to wear thin on me, but I still have faith in the Russo brothers. I still have faith in these guys. God, if Civil War's disappointing to you, then you're just fucking out. Uh, yeah, you know, and we're gonna talk about Spider Man hmm. Civil War a little bit later, so we'll talk about it. But uh, anybody who's involved in fucking uh, Arrested Development, I'm going to put my faith in them. Mm-hmm. So I love you, Rootsville Brothers. True. Let's, let's give us a fucking uh, – let's let's keep this fucking – I want Marvel to get back on the right track. I, I do. Next uh, – let's see here. Next email comes from our buddy Pete Neen. Pete Neen, uh, baby. Who was killing it on Periscope fucking, last week. Yeah. <laughs> he says, hi, Brian, Jake, Jay, Dave, and Hammer. It's Pete Neen. Just wanted to say congrats on episode 100. I'm proud of you guys and extremely thankful for all the work you've put in. You guys make my night shifts go by with all the great material. You guys are funny, insightful, and most of all, entertaining as hell. All right. I've been hooked since I found you guys when episode one went up. And I will say I will be here to download episode 1,000. Jesus, Whoa. Pete. That's wow. a commitment. 1,000? <laughs> Brian, you're such a cool, approachable dude. You're the kind of best friend I wish I had growing up. I love all your opinions and for the most part find myself agreeing with you the most. Keep being biased because I love that shit. <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for Pete's tweets. That's the best thing. I, that's the best thing ever. And I love it so much. I appreciate you guys allowing me the opportunity to feel like I'm part of the show. You're a fucking huge part you of the show, You are part Pete. of the show, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime I get a fucking question on fucking uh, Twitter from Pete, boom, Pete's tweets. Pete's yeah. tweets. It's part of the show. Uh, yeah, you give me the word, you're going to be on the show. You give me the word, I'll fucking kick Frank off this motherfucker. <laughs> and you, I'll make you a fucking leftover. <laughs> oh, shit. Give him the word, Pete. <laughs> no. Rub <laughs> salt. Jake, I still remember all the... Fuck you, Pete, from the first episode, first few episodes. Haha. <laughs> Although we do, we don't agree on such things like Man of Steel. I've always respected and looked forward to your opinions and ratings. Your chemistry with Brian is awesome and it really shows on the podcast. Thank you for all the periscoping. Those are fun as hell and keep them coming. Thanks, Pete. I appreciate it. Pete's always there when I periscope. That's awesome. <laughs> Jay. I'm glad you're back on the show. Thanks, Pete. I hope it's permanent. <laughs> I hope it's a permanent stay. You're a great part of the show, and you bring an interesting perspective to Brian and Jake's more polar stances. <laughs> polar? Willow rocks. <laughs> Controversial. And you need to give that shit another try. <laughs> I, I agree with Pete on this one, and if me and Pete agree, then the shit's for real. Yeah, man. <laughs> Old rival. <laughs> Dave, fuck Flashdance and Footloose. Yeah. <laughs> Hammer, you're like the love of- <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's got for Dave. <laughs> you like the transition? Yeah. I, I just thought it was like yeah. four words and then we'll yeah. move it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
nothing really to say to Dave. Yeah. There's no comic book corner yeah. this week. <laughs> what? What's there to say? <laughs> what do you mean? Hammer, you're like the lovable, huggable teddy bear of this show. You're always, uh, you always keep yourself, uh, you're always yourself, and that's what makes you so funny. You take so much crap from the guys, especially Brian, <laughs> and you take it like a champ. Keep being you. Again, congrats and thank you. Goddamn, Pete. That's the first compliment I've ever got on my personality. Frank, you don't. <laughs> Frank, Frank, I wear thin on you sometimes. Admit it. Admit it. No. No, admit it. Yell at him. What? <laughs> Yell at Frank. What? You fucking admit it. Hard on you, damn it. Say it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm just trying to keep shit real, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lay back. We've got everyone to yell on this episode now except Jay. Yeah. No, I'm we not going to get Jay to yell. <laughs> it's going to take a lot. <laughs> I've heard Jay get fucking pissed off on this show before. He if, if Jay started yelling, I'd be fucking scared. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be fucking like, all right. It, it, it totally catches you off guard. Like me, it's like a, it's almost like a joke anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, Brian's yelling again. Oh, there goes Brian. Do <laughs> you got you to gotta do something? No. You're taking the headphones no. off. No, I was just bugging my ears. Oh, okay. I, no, I, I, I figured out where I need you to You put have those the... goddamn headphones back on. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> you know what? Your voice bugs my ears, but I don't know how to stop oh. that. <laughs> well, there was 14 episodes where you didn't have it. Oh, God. Those <laughs> it's are... like those days. <laughs> I heard there was no headphones this episode. <laughs> I cherish those 14 episodes. <laughs> you woke up every day, the sun was shining, birds were chirping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Mr. Duda on my shoulder. Who the fuck is Mr. Duda? You know that song? Yeah. Mr. Duda zippity on Duda. my shoulder. No. Yeah, whatever it is. zippity no. doo zippity a oh my oh my I know the old song, yeah. Yeah. From the Br'er Rabbit, the Br'er Patch. Same or? song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi. I'm Frank. <laughs> hey, this next email, it comes from Diego. Diego? And it's titled, Pop Culture Leftovers, Nothing But Twat Twists and Fake Orgasms. Oh, whoa. We've got a, we've got a listener twist? here. Sounds like knows knows shit. To see a doctor. <laughs> twat Hola, twist. Brian, Jake, Jason, Frank, Dave, dot, 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 and whoever else gets access to the Batcave this week. <laughs> nice. Episode Hola. 99 was nothing but nonstop laughs on my end. <laughs> the six plus hours is never enough, so please keep these casts coming long and strong. Mm. And veiny. And veiny. <laughs> 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 Feed my mouth the big cock of a PCL. <laughs> <sighs> I want it to tickle my tonsils. <laughs> After seven and a half hours, everybody's wore out. <laughs> I truly enjoyed your review of Ant-Man. It was a surprise to hear all the different opinions and ratings of it, especially surprised by the toss-up from Jay. I'm not. No. I'm not surprised. We know each other pretty well. I don't well. think he elaborated enough, but I think you have every reason to toss it. And You know what I mean? Yeah. You're looking for something different. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, you know, I gave it a taste. It. I mean, I felt it was a safe, fun movie for the family, and I did enjoy some some things. But Jay was just like, you know what? I honestly think that had it been like the Edgar Wright version and we got a proper heist, then I th- honestly think that Jay may have tasted it or even possibly tuppered it, Tupperware the, the yeah. film. And, and I think a lot of it, too, was the, the publicity. Everything you read – was oh this one's different 
Right. This one's new and different. Yeah. No. I'm what getting is? honestly. I'm getting sick of all the Marvel directors. Uh, you've got you've got uh, you've got Joss Whedon coming out mm-hmm. and saying that the script that Edgar Wright was the best he's ever read. But on the flip side, you've got James Gunn coming out and saying, "Oh, this is the best Marvel movie ever." Right. Yeah. And I'm getting sick of that shit. Yeah. Robert Downey yeah. Jr. is really guilty of that shit too. Mm-hmm. Like every time, every new Marvel movie, this is the best Marvel movie they put out yet. <laughs> All right, Robert Downey Jr. I really hope James Gunn doesn't believe that. <laughs> yeah. Really? No, I don't think he does. No. I think he's just being a Marvel uh, cheerleader. And it's unfortunate for me to say that I follow him on Facebook. I follow him on Twitter. And I really and genuinely like the dude. He's great on social media. He's great on social media. Yeah. I think he's a fantastic person, too. And um, But uh, I think he's also just kind of like in that honeymoon stage mm-hmm. with Marvel. Yeah. And I think... I think now that Marvel knows that fucking Guardians of the Galaxy is like a legit property, mm-hmm. I think Guardians of the Galaxy 2, once they start filming, yeah. it's going to be a completely different experience for Mr. James Gunn. Right. And I think that James Gunn is not going to last that long. He'll get Favreaud. He'll get Favreaud. <laughs> He'll get Favreaud. I won't say he's going to get Alan Taylor. That guy doesn't no. have any fucking talent to begin with, we'll in my opinion. Two <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he goes, uh, yeah, no hesitation to exterminate talking about your rating, Jay. But that's cool. My take on Ant-Man was that I was going into it expecting a popcorn movie, and that's what I got. It had enough action, enough story, and enough character development to keep me satisfied. What else can you expect from a Paul Rudd movie? He is pretty much opposite of what Scott Lang is in the comics, in my opinion. But that's what Marvel Studios has been throwing at us lately. Gather up a bunch of comedians spouting one-liners. But in this type of movie, it actually works, especially when you have... Rudd working along some, alongside someone like Michael Douglas, who is enjoying his turn as a Marvel icon. He wants to be in this movie. Kudos on special guest Steve. I will have to check his podcast out eventually. He's talking about Steve from yeah. Geeks. Mm-hmm. Steve was great. Steve was good. We'll have to have him on again. Yeah. Uh, guys, keep the super pimp PCL vibe going with the weekly format of dissecting a medley of, of topics and giving special attention to the whims of the PCL army. Except when Brian doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) Then it's a (laughs) free-for-all. Jake, glad to hear that things are looking better after the recent speed bumps in your life. Hope your new place has a porch for strippers to congregate on oh, while, you, wow. while you enjoy some Wii U action. That's some. That's a long time listener. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It right there. Yeah. Jake stripper porch. <laughs> Finally, not to get too hallmarky on you guys, but your recognition and support of a fellow army member and his personal issues regarding social anxiety was pretty much one of the coolest things I have ever heard. Hearing you guys offer all sorts of advice and encouraging words was a cool way to enjoy my morning walk and realize that humanity does have hope. Class act, gentlemen. Class act. Thanks from a loyal listener and PCL Army member, Diego. P.S. To those haters and naysayers that never thought this podcast would reach 100 episodes, glad you didn't stick around. Pop culture leftovers didn't need you anyway. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> we 
We take pride in that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the dive bar of podcasting. Yeah. We are. We're seriously the dive bar. Pop culture leftovers. Humanity's last hope. <laughs> Basically, what Jake's saying is, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got an email. Hey, thank you so much, Diego. Uh, got an email here from Matt in New Mexico. He says, okay, what the fuck? Sensei is a fucking Tupperware orgy. Yeah. Whoa. God, it's good. I mean, come on. Any show that can somehow make four non-blondes relevant again deserves some credit. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> now, you two yes. weren't on those episodes, but one of my assignments mm-hmm. that I gave Jay and I gave Dave was to watch the show from Michael J. Straczynski. Oh, thank uh, God I wasn't on that episode. And uh, the Wachowskis to watch Sense8, mm-hmm. to which all the feedback I have gotten is that this show is fucking mind-blowing. And it's fucking amazing. And this is a show that I was going into thinking after I had just watched Jupiter Ascending. No. It's going to be garbage. Yeah. And after watching this show, I Tupperware the fuck out of it. Jay said it's the best fucking show he's ever seen. Absolutely. Dave said it's the best fucking show he's ever seen. And all the feedback that I've heard from people is that this show is fucking amazeballs. It's awesome. You should watch it. You guys need to get on this fucking shit. How do you find it? Sensei. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix, Netflix original. Oh, okay. Awesome. It's a Netflix original. And guys, I was going into this like, and you, I, I'm telling you, you're not gonna like it until you get to episode three. Right. Okay. Episode three is when the shit hits the fucking fan, and you're just like, okay, whatever. I'll whatever. I'm gonna suck the dick of this fucking show. I kind of, I kind of get used to that with the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. I'm in the formula where I, if it's, I give it a third of the season. Yeah. If they haven't had their linchpin episode within a third of the season, I'm usually checked well, see, out. See, that's the thing that's great about Netflix with the binge watching. Mm. It's because it's like, oh, okay, maybe you didn't like the first episode, but you can watch the second one now mm-hmm. because it's readily available. Because like with The Strain, when I watched The Strain on FX, I didn't like the first episode. Yeah. So I didn't wait around for the second episode for the next week. I was like, I'm done. But had The Strain come out on Netflix – well, I'd have been like, oh, fuck it. You know, it's here. I'll watch the second episode. Yeah. And maybe I would have stuck with Strain. That, that's the thing about this show. But he says, he says, uh, God, it's good. I mean, come on. Any show that can somehow make, yeah. Uh, I had been on the fence watching the show because of recent Wachowski crap taste in my mouth yeah. that was difficult to get out. Then I heard you guys raving about it. So my wife and I gave it a taste. Holy shit, it's great, addictive, and different. I know some critics complained about the pacing and the sloppy narrative, which I do agree some, but I think this is a, I think this is a plain and simple modern entertainment taste getting in the way problem. We have become so fucking spoiled with movies or shows that advance story, plots or whatever with amazing speed. Edits are super fast and don't even think about lingering on a scene or a plot development for too long. Fuck our modern, uh, fuck our modern brains for being so goddamn ADD about shit. Yeah. Go watch Hitchcock's The Birds, The Shining, or any classic movie slash TV, and you will get back to a time when things were much slower. Viewers were allowed to sit with stuff and to really get it percolating into our consciousness. Okay, so maybe stories were not as complex, but it was the ephemeral thinks god damn you and your fucking adjectives and shit <laughs> but it was the ephemeral things between the lines that made 
much of the past TV movies so good, I really do feel like this ephemeral juice is dripping all over this show. I'm pretty sure you guys have touched on modern viewership ADD before, so I will drop it. Mm. Point is, I feel like the Wachowskis said, fuck being strong-armed by modern story or editing conventions. We are going to let these stories and characters advance in an organic manner as we see fit. So what if the cohesive narrative suffers a bit? In the end, it will make sense And when speed is needed, we will use it. When we need to slow things down, we will. And Jesus, you sort of have to. The complex telepathic abilities need lots of screen time just to get the viewer used to how it works. That's a great point. Yeah, lots of setup. Mm -hmm. I sort of feel like that long setup is the reason it took so long to even get to Mr. Whispers in depth. I also think that the slower pace allows viewers to get an honest feel for the relationships between the major players. Most of them feel so genuine, despite some minor racial, cultural, sexual cliches. Anyways, thanks for the Tupperware recommendation. Oh, one more thing. I listened to the show where Jake got a shit. <laughs> Fucking awesome how the army got mobilized. I think maybe it's going to forget uh, sitting in a room... Just you, uh, I think it's maybe, uh, I think maybe it's easy to forget sitting in a room, just you peeps with a bunch of wires covered in beer spilled by Jake. (laughs) God damn you. (laughs) That there is a shit ton of people sitting there with you. Over time, as a popular podcaster, you do become a public entity. But in your case, guys, your listeners start giving a real life shit about you. Yeah, that shit was touching. How many episodes is Sense8? Uh, 13, I believe. I think okay. so. Yeah. That's not too bad. The laid-back, conversational, runtime, be-damn style you guys have really, uh, that you guys have really makes your listeners feel like we know you. We care about you as human beings, not just public personas. So don't be surprised that some listeners stepped up. Rock on, grab your big set of balls, and keep on being Tupperware-ing. Matt in Mexico. Uh, that's from the foreign comics guy. I just fucking talked about you yeah. earlier. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. I wow. hope you get on fucking uh, comic book man and shit. Yeah. yeah, good luck, man. Yeah. And fucking watch Sense8. Right. I'm not kidding you. Get to fucking, at least get to episode three, and if you come back here and toss that shit, then I'll be like, okay, you gave it a legitimate shot. You you went three episodes, and you tossed it. Gotcha. I usually give it a legitimate shot. Gotcha. I tried to withhold judgment until like the fourth or fifth. I got six episodes into BoJack Horseman. I never could get into it. Um, I, I love BoJack Horseman. I heard the second season of that is just off the chain. It's great. Hear, man. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But this is yeah. one of those shows that, that that a lot of people aren't talking about, you know. And I, I think it's because of some of the issues that it deals with, and some of the realities of life that it fucking and deals with. Some of the fucking critics that are out there. Yeah. And uh, I, I just give it a fucking chance, like you said. Give, give it at least to episode three. There's a lot of stuff to like from all kinds of people that like different genres you know, of movies. And, and I know, I know, you're not a big fan of Straczynski. Mm-hmm. But I, and I'm not a fan of everything he's done. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's done some great fucking comics. Ten Grand is one of my fucking favorites. Yeah. It only went on twelve issues, and it was a very self-contained story. And I thought it was fantastic. 
but give this a shot. I mean, Straczynski does a great story, and uh, the Wachowskis give a great. Uh, I think they help with the story, and they also the great direction. I was thinking yeah. that too. Maybe the two of them together can kind of balance exactly. out each other's like problems. Right. I, I mean, I hate to say it, but it felt like like the the Wachowskis. I mean, I I, I love the first Matrix movie. Um, absolutely, I really liked Cloud Atlas. I thought mm-hmm. like like what they accomplished in Cloud Atlas was really ambitious, and mm-hmm. I thought they nailed it. And I thought I think the critics kind of shat on that. I liked Cloud Atlas a lot too. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they really missed the mark on Jupiter Ascending. Yes, and uh, Speed Racer, Speed Racer, Matrix sequels. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they really missed the mark on that. But I think this this show is proof that they 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 still have talent and they're still relevant. Um, next uh, email because they don't stop; they just keep coming. Um, <laughs> you fuckers, Andy Babcock. What's up, leftovers and whoever whoever else showed up? So what's up? Is that it? What's up? I wish. What's up, Andy? Hey, not I much, wish. Andy. I wish all of our I wish all of our emails were only like two sentences. <laughs> hey, one but word. You guys, I got lots to say. Listen to me. I'm important. Listen to me. Please answer my questions. (laughs) I need to feel important. Uh, So, what's up, leftovers and whoever is left over? Oh, good one. That was good. First, thanks for reading my email last week. An army member led uh, led me to Mile High Comics in Denver, so now I am set for all my pop culture needs. That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Like we were talking about Mario High Club. Like he was talking about a plane. No, like fucking. Uh, he's in Colorado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like they call it, you know the Mile High. Mile yeah. High. Yes, yes. We're idiots, but whatever. Second, <laughs> booze plus podcast. <laughs> we're dirty birdies. We just thought he was talking about <laughs> exactly. I thought he was about talking about getting it on and fucking like you know uh, Southwest Airlines. <laughs> right, yeah. I thought he was going south. Oh. 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 <laughs> Mason Dixie line. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Second, <laughs> booze plus podcast equals awesome. <laughs> We've been hearing a lot of yeah. that. Keep up the slurred ramblings, please, and crack open another bud. Finally, I have a theory about the DC Movies universe. Have you noticed how this young Joker and Lex Luthor are compared to their respective heroic nemesis? I always pictured Joker a bit older than Batman, same with Lex and Superman. Could it be that this young version of Joker and Lex have any kind of past with this with this older heroes? Can't be much of one. My theory is that Joker and Lex just may be too much to handle for the geriatric Batman and Superman. Will our heroes have to turn to the sidekicks like Supergirl and Nightwing for extra help? Is DC going to be? Uh, is DC going to use superior, younger, badass villains to give some cred to new, younger heroes? I, for one, motherfucking hope so. Thanks again, Andy Babcock. <laughs> That's good. Babcock. Babcock. I, 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 I see what you're saying about Batman. I don't. I don't look at Superman as being geriatric in those movies, though. He's uh, he's uh, 33 in the first film. Okay. Okay. If he's geriatric, then we're fuck. fucked. We're all yeah, fucked. We're <laughs> seriously, put me on fucking life support. <laughs> Tonight on Pop Culture Leftovers, we review Walkers. Time for a I've break. I've only got five erections left. <laughs> <laughs> I can't use them because I've recently been put on oxygen. <laughs> uh, 
Unfortunately, Franks is still with us. <laughs> it's been hard for 20 years. When the fuck is this guy going to die? <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's a great question. That's one question that I've been, like, wondering about. Uh, from what I get from the trailers... Like okay, uh, let's okay. Let's talk about what we do know. In the first Superman movie, there's the scout ship that's been there for thousands of years, mm-hmm. and they're in within the scout ship. One of those pods does not have a dead Kryptonian body in it. It has, and there's an open pod. So a lot of people were suspecting that maybe Kara Zor-El was in that scout ship, and she's living. She's right. alive. Um, number two. Uh, we don't know about Nightwing, but we do know that there is a dead Robin, mm-hmm. and people are speculating that that dead Robin is possibly Jason Todd. A lot of people say that it might be the Joker himself. Yeah. That that J that's tattooed on his fucking face stands for Jason. Wow. So, I mean, what are you guys thinking? Do you think that, uh, these, uh, movies are setting up that, uh, that they do need a younger, Superior, uh, badass, uh, that, that, is DC going to use superior, younger, badass villains to give some credit to the new younger heroes? Do you think that, that, that this, they are gonna, uh, bring in some of these younger heroes to help out some of the, the, what he calls geriatric heroes? <laughs> I think that's how they're gonna flesh out the, the, you know, the, the cast with bringing up these characters who haven't had a strong movie presence like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, things like that. The way they could try to tie it up. And I'm talking about works. extended Superman family and right. Bat family. I'm it's talking a smart about, move. I'm talking about Nightwing. I'm talking about Jason Todd possibly being Red Hood. I'm, uh, you know, I'm talking. Are we going to see Tim Drake? I, I are we going to see Damien? Are we going to see any of the Superman family like Supergirl? I don't think we're going to see Crypto anytime soon. No, but I, I'm talking <laughs> about Supergirl. You know what I mean? That's. I mean, DC needs to figure out a way to put butts in seats. When it's not just Superman and Batman. Right. And I think that's their – to create a future and to create a powerful DC Cinematic Universe, that's that's like their biggest hurdle they have to overcome is to – we got to get butts in seats when it's not just Superman and Batman, you know? Right. With the the Green Lantern debacle, well, I think I think getting butts and seats. I think they're going kind of out there when they're saying, "Hey, we're going to do a Suicide Squad movie." Yeah, Let's but at see. the end of the day, it's still Joker. Exactly. Right. That's, a, that, yeah. that, that's where I was going next. Yeah. It's like 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 we like okay, we're saying we have faith. <laughs> yeah. In the Suicide Squad, but on the flip side, it's not like Marvel, who says, "You know what? We're going to give you just fucking Guardians of the Galaxy." Yeah, and that's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was no Captain America. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. During the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, fucking you know, uh, Iron Man didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And a right. lot of people were speculating that because Iron Man was showing up in the Bendis run of the comics. Right. Yes. yes. And Marvel said, "No, we are. We know what we've got with this property. Yeah, we're going to give you the Guardians of the Galaxy." And we're going to give you a great movie. Shockingly, it almost seems like the cinematic side of it had more faith in the property than the comic book yeah. side did, mm-hmm. where they felt like they had to shoehorn right. Iron Man in there to sell books. But can they do a Suicide Squad movie on the flip side yeah. with Harley Quinn and not introduce the Joker? I agree. Yeah. I, I'm thinking like 
these the Wonder Woman movies need to work. The Aquaman movies mm-hmm. need to work. The yes. Green Lantern movies need to work. Sure. That's the that's going to be the big test for this DC cinematic universe. Right. Right. And, and are they going to work? Because they are they going to throw Batman and Superman into all of those movies too? Right. Like you know, are they ever going to let these characters kind of shine on their own? No, I, I that's the thing. I, I think what it comes down to is it. We're going to have to wait and see how like the movies like Suicide Squad performs. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, of course, Batman v Superman is the first test, yeah. and then then we're gonna have to see how Suicide Squad performs. Right? Uh, if these movies blow up, then they're gonna be like, you know what? Then they're gonna they're gonna start feeling a little bit like Marvel did after those first few movies came yeah. out, and they're like, you know what? Fuck it, we're gonna give you our Guardians of the Galaxy, and here is our cyborg movie with Ray Fisher. Let's bring it. Yeah. Because it's already been slated. I mean, that's the movie that I think would be they, they'd be the most worried about. Uh, I could see that. Is Cyborg yeah. with Ray Fisher. I mean, just like Marvel was worried about, you know, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, almost kind of the same character in a way. I mean, I, not he's not a billionaire or anything like that, but it's a guy in a fucking robot suit that's a B-level character, just like Iron Man was in the comics. And it's like, we're going to give it a huge budget and hope and pray that Jon Favreau can make a fucking great Iron Man movie <laughs> and it fucking exploded. And uh, here's Ray Fisher that nobody really knows anything about. He's a theater actor. Yeah, and you Cyborg know? himself isn't really a household name of a character. Exactly. Unless Even. unless you're a kid and you watch Teen Titans or you mm-hmm. grew up watching uh, reading the Teen Titans comic book. Yeah. So, yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I, I, I As far as these DC movies go, I hope they do expand upon the families. I hope we do get a Bat family. I I, I don't know about Supergirl, though. That's what I'm I, – because with the TV show and everything, yeah. I don't know how they're going to go about doing that. But on the flip side, I mean we've heard rumors about Nightwing possibly showing up in film. But we're also going to get TNT series, the Teen Titans. So I guarantee mm. we're going to get Nightwing there. Right. We've already got Flash on the TV side. Yeah. And we're also going to get Flash on the cinematic side. So I don't know. Hmm. That would be interesting. I, I think they have the the, the creative. Uh, unlike Marvel, I think one of the other differences between DC and Marvel is that DC has more creative freedom. Yeah. Um, I think those guys have kind of a set, you know, outline, but they have a bigger, you know, world to play with, and so you can bring in these, like the Bat Family and stuff like that. You can bring that into the picture and make it make sense. You know, Batman lost his family, so therefore he has a Bat family now because he's kind of nuts. So he forms this Bat family because he lost his own real family. Mm. I think they have more creative, you know, ability than Marvel to bring in these younger guys. I don't think it's it's necessary. I don't think it's going to overshadow uh, Justice League members or Batman, Superman. I don't think that's going to happen at all. But I think they're going to be there as an interesting kind of you know, layered thing about these characters. Like, yeah, there's all these other people that they're involved with. It's not just one superhero. This one superhero Batman didn't start out being himself. And then he has all these other guys, you know, I, I, I think that, I think that's going to be a major difference between the two, you know, Marvel and DC factions is that you have this creative control to bring in these other characters Without it, without making it like Iron Man one. Yeah. But my big question is, yeah. is: Can they do characters that aren't the Bat family, that aren't the Superman family? Like that's the big test to me. Yeah, like exactly. they're Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. That's that's that's, that, that, that's exactly where I was going to go with this because it's like, you know, like Guardians of the Galaxy before the movie came out, 
Groot, Rocket Raccoon, Peter Quill, uh, Gamora, Drax were not household names, right. and now they are. Can some of these B, C, D, Z list characters from fucking DC be household names? Are they going to be able to pull that off now? Yeah, and I don't think like Nightwing is a good litmus test because at the end of the day, it's it, to me that's still a Batman movie. Right, it's still Batman putting butts in seats. Supergirl is still Superman putting. Well, butts I think that's in. what he was asking too. Yeah. Will it overshadow? I mean, will will they become like the forefront, like to replace? You know, like these if fucking older DC comes out with a Metal Men movie, yeah, and it fucking blows the fuck up, yeah. That's the day where I'm like, okay, they are on the level to compete with Marvel. Mm. The title in my head was, um, if they come out with a Legion movie, yeah, yeah, and that and that works, yeah. Then they've done it, like you know, it's Booster Gold. That's a great. That's a great example too. Blue Beetle. Yeah. Shit. Even fucking Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern. Even those characters. If those, you know what I'm saying. But they're already household names. Yeah, but still have yet, you know, proven themselves as box office. It's like still like halfway there sure. a little bit. But know? still, I, I still feel like that is um, part of why the the Marvel formula works. It works for the masses to get the asses in the seats. So I think they can put out. Especially after Avengers, I think, yeah, absolutely, you can put out Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but what do we have to base the fucking DC movies on so far after Nolan? I'm talking about this new universe. Man of Steel was such a fucking uh, polarized movie as far as fans go. Half of the people loved it. Half of the people hated it. Yeah. I think that, like, you've got... Right now, people are favorable towards Batman v Superman because we're starting to see a Batman that we've always wanted to see. Uh, you know, I've listened to other people talk about. It. I listened to Aaron Claude Miller talk about how, like, in in nerd porn, I listened to nerd porn and how he was saying was like, you know, we're getting a Batman that moves like Batman. That moves like we saw him use the grapple hook, right? And yeah. he's moving like Batman. We didn't see that from Bale. I right. mean, Bale was more of like your fucking like uh, you know. I mean, Bale. Like when you think about Christopher Nolan films, like like he learned martial arts and he you know uh, and, and things like that. But we didn't see him move like Batman, like we see Batman move in the comics. Right. And we're seeing that now. I mean, how are uh, how are people going to respond to Batman v Superman when it's finally out there? Yeah. I mean, this guy. I'm looking at you, Jake. But even as cynical, no, you're the test. You're yeah. the test. You're the test. It's like going forward with this universe. I mean, you got Marvel fans, people that really didn't care about Captain America and Iron Man are now wearing the fucking t-shirts because mm-hmm. of the Avengers movie. Right. Can people like Jake that are like, oh, fuck, fuck Snyder, fuck Goyer, mm-hmm. fuck those guys. When he watches Batman v Superman, at the end of the day, when he walks out of the theater that day, is he going to be walking out with a smile on his face and being like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for fucking Suicide Squad! Bring it, yeah. bring it!" Yeah, but and, but it's still like my point is like with the Batman v Superman thing. Even as cynical as I am towards Goyer and Snyder and all of that, like it's still like the event that like even without pop culture leftovers, I'm going to go see. The first ever cinematic meetup between the two most iconic comic book characters of all time. Sure. Like, that's the draw. Like, can the draw be something besides the two most iconic comic book characters of all time and their families? Not until it happens. Right. Yeah. Just like with Avengers. Not until Avengers happens. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't have Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't even think the DC knows. But even it's... Avengers isn't Batman v Superman. It's it's still a bunch of BC-less characters that they... Even Avengers made it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... Avengers was like, we, we knew that we were going to get the culmination of those characters, but it's like, your villain is Loki and the Chitauri. Which helped this, a lot. This right. is like, they're touting this as Batman v Superman. Yeah, exactly. It's like fucking Holyfield versus Mayweather. It's, yes. it's like fucking, you know, it's the, the bill alone I have to go. Yes. It doesn't matter. Like, But it, once that's over, yeah. is it enough? Yeah, that's that's the test. Yeah, what's the setup? What happens besides that, I guess? I can't answer that question no. right now. We don't have that, enough to go on. Exactly. All right, next email comes from Kent Goldsmith. I know I'm probably annoying the piss out of you, but I'd like to express my deepest gratitude for what you and whoever shows up do every week for the podcast. I can't thank you enough. You have no idea how happy I uh, get when Monday or Tuesday rolls around and I see that a seven hour pop culture <laughs> leftovers podcast has downloaded. I work nine hours a day by myself in my own building detailing traded in cars for a dealership. It sucks. <laughs> Listening to your guys banter, Dave driving you up the wall pretending to be the host. The DC news, the Marvel news, the Star Wars news, the speculations, the I faked an orgasm twice so it would be over talk. (laughs) It's utterly wonderful. You have no idea how much it can keep some people sane when there's no one else to talk to about this stuff. Thank you. Just thought I'd get that in before the last show this week. So thank you, Ken. Nice. (laughs) I'd forgotten about that conversation. (laughs) The orgasm fakey. Yeah. (laughs) That was funny. Next email comes from Shell. uh, Oh, my gosh, Shell. Shell's been with us for a long time. Shell's been a long-time listener. I know she's been with us since, like, before we even hit, like, double-digit episodes. Wow. So thank Mm. you, Shell. She says, say it and so. Hey, Brian, Jay, and Jake. Welcome back, by the way, Jake. (laughs) <laughs> this is Shell again, a.k.a. Bridget Bacala on Facebook, and I just wanted to take a minute and give some feedback after listening to episode 99. You guys kept saying that episode 100 will be your final episode of PCL, and man, that bummed me out. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I understand that recording and editing a podcast takes up a lot of time, and I don't take that for granted. Brian, you mentioned you listen to a lot of Smodcast podcasts, and I was wondering if you ever listened to Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. If not, I think you might like it. Ralph Garman is a radio personality out of, uh, out in California, and he does voice acting on Family Guy. I used to listen to that show quite a bit, and then I stopped, and I've recently started listening to it again. I enjoy Ralph Garman. I was, uh, I, I first saw him on, um, what was it called? Um, the Joe Schmo Show. Mm-hmm. He did a show on Spike, and he was the host. It was a fake reality show. Mm-hmm. They would do a fake reality show, and everybody in the reality show would be an actor. Except for one guy. Oh, wow. And he was the Joe Schmo. Nice. <laughs> this is the show that Kristen Wiig got her start on. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. oh, wow. The very first season of the Joe Schmo show. 
Not to be confused with the Joe Schmo comic show that Jared Gafford hosts. Yeah. Wow, Kristen Wiig got her start Kristen. with Jared Gafford? Yes. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Wow. I'm a big fan, Jared. You have to introduce me. I want to marry her. But uh, <laughs> Shell goes on to say, in any case, I just want to express my appreciation for your podcast. I love that the episodes are long and it's real. I really do feel like I'm hanging out with my friends when I listen to your show. I'll miss it. Your casual, it is what it is attitude always makes me smile. I hope that you guys will come back for a special episode from time to time. And episode 100 won't be the last we hear from you guys. All my best, Shell Bridget. Sorry, Shell. We're done after 100. You know, I was actually thinking about, uh, Every episode, like 101, we were te- we would tease that it. it's going to be our last episode. <laughs> like every episode, like 102, oh, like, ah, this is it. We can't put them through that anymore. I know. This <laughs> is it. <laughs> do, you think, do you think they'll fall for it again if we start promoting that 200 will be our last? Can, can we? Uh, no, they'll never fall for it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Until I just say, fuck it, we're yeah. done. Yeah, they're going to have to actually see not an episode show up on Monday or Tuesday will, to believe us anymore. I will tell you, episode 133, I'm done. Yeah, that's 133. it. One thirty three. I'm. How'd you pull that number out of your ass? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Next episode. uh, Next episode. Next. uh, Next next email. Next episode. We're done. Yeah. Next episode. (laughs) Fuck it. You know I'm done right now. Fuck off. Goodbye. (laughs) There's already like seven million podcasts. Yeah. Go fight. Go listen to one of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next uh, email comes from Larry Midday. Hey, Brian, Jake, Jay, Dave, that, that, that. I just wanted to congratulate you on hitting episode 100. That's a huge milestone. Even though Brian may feel at times that the show is rubbish, you are a great showrunner, Brian. Don't sell yourself short. Hmm. I have to disagree, and I don't want you to change a thing. The show has a great natural welcoming feel. Fuck off, Larry. <laughs> My mom says that stuff to me. Fuck it? off. I love the podcast. Oh, do you get the joke? How Your mom listens? Read that again. How he, how he says, I don't want you to, the show has a great natural welcoming feel, and I was like, fuck off. Right. Larry. Totally natural. That's totally, I'm not, I'm not welcoming Larry when right. I said that. Right. In his face. Did you get the irony of the right. comedy there? <laughs> yeah. Is that funny? It was pretty funny. Yeah. Can we get back to Jay's mom listening? <laughs> your mom listens? My mom listens, guys. Oh. <laughs> Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> She's not going to appreciate Frank this episode. No. Yeah, dropping that C-bomb. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All those Jai Courtney Awkward. references are really, really starting to sound. I know. Your mom's really going to be expecting on Mother's Day this episode. Holy shit. Not from me. No. Maybe from Brian. (laughs) Jai Courtney, the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He says, it's like hanging out with old friends while drinking beers, discussing anything and everything while making fun of each other. That's what keeps me coming back every week. I may not email a lot and probably have posted too many comments that are only funny to me on Facebook. I'm glad you're the only one that uh, doesn't feel that way, Larry. <laughs> I've read a lot of those comments, and yeah, that's how I feel. Fuck, about I make those comments on the show that only I think are funny. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> like that one. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> he says, but you guys have made it comfortable for all of the listeners to talk to you as if you're one of our oldest friends. We are your loyal army of listeners. As I listen to your show each week, it reminds me of one of my favorite movie quotes. It's from Almost Famous. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is that 
is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. Thank you for 100 amazing episodes, and here is to 100 more. Larry Midday. Uh, and then he sent a follow-up email, I swear. There's a follow-up email. <laughs> After he sent this one, I got another one. And all it said was, dot, 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 and hi, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Glad he separated that. Right. And then he says, or has he not shown up yet? <laughs> Did he really say that? Yeah. Oh, Holy nice. <laughs> Next email comes from Reese from Liverpool, England. Hi, Brian, and whoever else bothered to show up. <laughs> Jesus is a common theme. Con- yeah. <laughs> I was talking about you, fucker. I know. Congratulations <laughs> on episode 100. I just have to reiterate how much I love this show and how gutted I am that this is your last ever episode. <laughs> Considering I've been listening religiously for nearly two years, it will be a shame to have to search for another shitty podcast to listen to. <laughs> I got a suggestion. Just start back over at episode one. <laughs> Do it all over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Subject yourself to crap again. <laughs> but all bad jokes aside, it's awesome to hear Jake back and even more, and even Jay more recently. Yeah. My biggest thank you goes to Brian. You have provided all of us with great entertainment for years. I like how you said Brian. 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 It's like, it's like, no, honestly, I think like the listeners got to the point where they're just like, let's just keep him happy. You know what I mean? Don't rock the boat. Feed the lion. Yeah, yeah, it's like feed the lion. Like, you don't want to anger him. Brian. (laughs) My biggest thank you goes to Brian. You have provided all of us with great entertainment for years. Without asking for anything in return, and I couldn't be more grateful. Yep, yep. Keep the little demon at bay. That's what you're doing here. Don't don't set me off, right? I was trying to laugh, and then Jay laughed, and I was like, oh no. Over these years, I have grown to feel like I know all you guys, and always can't wait to hear your opinions every week, even if most of them are utter bullshit. Yeah, you're right. Whoa. No, not all of them. Just the DC bashing. No doubt with that Robin rumor, there's a lot more to come. Ha ha. Brian, you have turned me on to awesome films such as Nightcrawler, John Wick. Jay, have you watched that yet? Getting there. Did you see Ex Machina? <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> do you have both of those? I do. I do, thanks to you. Getting there? <laughs> yeah. how, many or- how many erections do you have left? Because <laughs> you're not using them on John Wick. Negative five. <laughs> Negative five. Damn it. <laughs> He says, uh, you've turned me, Brian, you've turned me on to awesome films such as Nightcrawler, John Wick, and Ex Machina. And best of all, Snowpiercer, that shit is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So thank you again for that. Thank you. You know what? Half the time when I feel like I'm giving these fucking movie reviews, I feel like I'm talking to nobody. <laughs> so thank you. I'm talking about Nightcrawler. None of these fuckers have watched it. I'm talking about John Wick. You guys, Jay, I've seen all four of these. Hold movies. on, I after the fact. Not, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no, you, Jake. No, no, no. John, John Wick. You were a part of the conversation, but as far as like Nightcrawler, I was talking to my fucking self. Uh, Ex Machina. I talked to Dave. Thank God for Dave watching that. And then Snowpiercer. It's like, uh, yeah, let me talk to you about one of the best movies I've seen in 2014. And you guys just react to the conversation. I did see Snowpiercer. Yeah, you weren't even on the fucking show. I wasn't on the show. (laughs) But you did recommend it to me. Yeah. (laughs) I paid for it before it was free on Netflix. I still haven't watched it. God. I don't know what that was first. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet? No. Uh, anyway, or guys, that I paid for. enjoy the show, and thank you for taking time out of your weeks to give entertainment to all of us. 
P.S. Man of Steel is awesome, and people who collect bobbleheads, question mark. Yeah, fuck that shit is lame. <laughs> Reese from Liverpool, England. Man. You'll have that. Across yeah. the sea, even. <laughs> I know. Yep. What are you saying? That people even from England don't realize that bobbleheads are garbage? Yeah, they do realize. Well, it is a uh, British Superman, so yeah. a little bias there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. Uh, next email comes from Connor. They just don't stop. They just don't stop. Connor McLeod. Else we've ever done in any episode, I think. There can God. be only one. My God, your emails are killing me. <laughs> there can be only forty. With, with, there can be only forty. No, do you see like a little bit of like smoke or haze coming off my head? Yeah, that's like my soul, like leaving my body as I read all these goddamn emails from you fuckers. <laughs> Next email comes from that fucker Connor. That fucker. He says, hello, leftovers, dot, 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 and others. And others. <laughs> that's good. A cast of thousands. He says, I am a new listener since episode 87, and I've just, and I just have to say that I love the podcast. I appreciate all the hard work you do. Brain. He spelled my name wrong. Oh, God damn. Oh, that's the worst. You don't do that. I, I'm gonna, okay, Connor, I'm going to correct you here. I appreciate all the hard work you do, Brian, <laughs> to give us this podcast, and I have to thank you for the amazing entertainment you give me. But enough stroking, and down to my question. I am super excited for the Star Wars movies and all the anthology movies. I was a little worried, though, when I heard the synopsis for Rogue One. My favorite character in the Star Wars universe is Kyle Katarn from the video game Dark Forces. Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, and Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. He also has had novel and graphic novel adaptations about him based on these games. He has appeared in live action in Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight, as that game has had... Uh, live action cutscenes and the actor Jason Court played by uh, played Kyle. The very first mission that you play as Kyle in Dark Forces is you steal the Death Star plans. As this is the synopsis for Rogue One, I am worried that this character's history and lore will be destroyed. Oh, this, tough break. Yeah. <laughs> this has me worried as well for other expanded universe Star Wars characters. I know that for the new movies, they wipe the slate clean and are ignoring the expanded universe, but I am worried that they are going to trample on beloved lore that I grew up with. Is there any chance that there might be a nod to or even a casting of Kyle in Rogue One? Is there any expanded character that you would love to see in a Star Wars movie or even have that movie about them? Thanks for answering my question and all, and all that you do. Connor. P.S. As someone who doesn't swear or use foul language, due to my own personal life choices and beliefs, I have never found your language offensive or repulsive. Nice. I see it in jest and as real guy talk so all those haters out there can suck it. Thanks again for keeping it real. Yeah. I'm gonna applaud that. Nice, slow clap. This coming from Con- <laughs> this coming from Connor, who doesn't use foul language at all, and he's got no problems with us dropping f bombs or whatever the fuck. Jay talking about Frankie Muniz. I mean, whatever. <laughs> he's cool with it. Right, you he's know what good. I'm saying? He's all down with it and shit. Great question uh, too. I'm gonna let you guys talk about this. I'm gonna grab another drink. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Hit the head. Yeah, exactly. So you guys talk about <laughs> this question. Uh, he's, uh, are there any other expanded universe characters from Star Wars that you'd like to see in the films? Yeah. Or a movie about that character? And I'll be right back. I was um, a huge fan of the uh, Timothy Zahn books. Me that, too. And um, I would love to see Mara Jade in the movies. Yes. Um, the Emperor's Hand. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Thrawn. Yeah. A bunch of great characters yep. and concepts from those uh Timothy Zahn books. Yeah, I, I read those. I think it was three three novels. I read those back to back, and I was like, "This is exactly what they should do to continue after Jedi." <laughs> when that came out in hardback, I lied to my parents and told them I had to do a book report in a week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just so they would go buy me that book. <laughs> so I have an excuse for them to buy me that book. And it was it worked. Man, it was so like beat for beat, just like exactly what you would expect after watching something like Empire and 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 Jedi. And New Hope, and it, and it had like you know it, it, the characters were compelling as hell, especially Mary Jade. Mm-hmm. She was it, and I bought every comic book that she was featured in too. After that, from like you know the Dark Horse line and stuff like that. But I I don't know, like I I th- I think those stories would be very cool, and then like the Dark Force Rising, also from that was a Dark Horse comic book series. Mm. Um, oh, and Thrawn, Dark Empire, Dark Empire. Yeah, and I think Thrawn was in that. As, was was Thrawn in that as well, or am I confused? No, I no. You're uh, yeah, you're mixing up the titles. Dark Force Rising was the name of the second book in the Zandra. There was Hair to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, and Dark the Last Rising. Command. Right, the and they one. had these new like. They called them. Did they call them like the Juggernauts? Like that was their ship. Yes. Instead of like a Death Star or a Star Destroyer, they had these things called the Juggernauts. But yeah, that shit was fucking cool as hell. And then the the Dark Horse series was more about Luke going to uh, the not necessarily going to the dark side, but like playing that card yeah. so that he could infiltrate the Empire that was newly formed. With Palpatine as like the cl- he was cloned, of course. Yeah, he was resurrected. Right. So you know why couldn't he be cloned? We've had all kinds of clones. So that I, that was the most interesting stuff to me, like those novels, the Timothy Zahn and the Dark Horse Rising. Stuff. I always tell people, just I mean, it sucks that they destroyed all that canon, and it sucks that we're not going to see like any of these characters in the new movies. But I mean, if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. I yeah. mean, there's go back and revisit that stuff yeah, right. and, and just try it again. You know. Unsurprisingly, uh, the only connection I've got to that stuff is like the old Knights of the Old Republic games, mm. and I'd love to see some stuff with Darth Revan going on. Yeah, but yeah. You know, we're not going to see that. What about Shadows of the Empire, Frank? Not a Dash Rindar fan? No, no. <laughs> good God, I, I forgot about that. Indeed. I personally, I would like to see the legacy stuff played out. Mm. I mean, I'm talking about like a hundred years to 150 years in the future of like what happens after you know, mm. like. Um, Episode uh, six, like Return of the Jedi, like like uh, the offsprings, offspring, offspring of like these characters. Right. Uh, Legacy dealt with like a hundred to two hundred years in the future of like you know like uh, like a solo family, and right? Shit like that. It's almost mean that they had to wipe that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. when is that stuff ever going to interfere with anything yeah. that they're going to do? Right. Like, I can understand wiping this this like the stuff that the email was about and like the Zon books and all the stuff that took place in between right. and everything. But the stuff that took place hundreds of years after like just let it be I mean okay, yeah, they wiped out uh like the Mon Calamari. Like their their planet's been flooded. Yeah. It's like well like is that really gonna interfere with anything that's going exactly, on in the movies? Exactly. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah. They were just the like trap. Me- they're like mean kids that wanted to take their toy back. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it was their toy. <laughs> well, yeah, like read our comic books because they are canon. Yeah. yeah. Next email comes from David Talbert. Um, David Talbert, uh, KF Griff. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he was the one that sent us the email, how he struggled with social anxiety. Yeah. He says, hello, Leftovers crew. You're, this is your friend David. Wow, guys, I did not expect that response from my last email. I knew from listening to your show for a while now that you are all cool dudes, but wow, you were all amazing people. Your honest, comforting, and naked reply to my correspondence left me without words. I can't describe how much it means to me. Part of struggling with social anxiety like this is knowing that you are not alone, no matter how much it might feel that way. I am very lucky to have a couple very close friends that I can talk to here at home. And hearing you guys open up because of my email was incredible. Thank you so much. I did not send that email to get attention or sympathy. It was truly a thank you for what you guys do for all of us in the Army every week. I do have something else that I have been wanting to write in to show about that might interest you guys. Boy, this is hard to say. I am 32 years old, and before a couple of months ago, I had never seen any of the Star Wars films. Holy shit. None of them. I know this sounds crazy, and I don't have an answer to why I never saw any of them, partly because of listening to you guys talk so passionately every week about your love for these films, and partly because my close friends are enormous Star Wars fans, I felt I had to finally do something about it. Needless to say, I finally told my two good friends, Manny and Mitch, of this news a couple of months ago. After the initial bullshit moments from both of them, they realized I wasn't lying. Wow. I, I, a heated debate between the two Super Star Wars fans that are my friends ensued. Which versions does he watch? <laughs> yeah. Which episodes does he watch first? Will he know Han shot first? <laughs> Will Han stepping on Jabba's tail look ridiculous to him? Yes. Should we tell him about the Sarlacc pit? They finally settled on a happy medium. Mitch ended up letting me borrow and eventually keep his Blu-ray set of episodes four through six. The first week that I had them, I watched episode four three times, episode five three times, <laughs> and episode six twice. Holy shit, guys. So amazing. I eventually watched them with my two sons, three and five years old. I did not want them to suffer the same ill fate (laughs) that I had not watching these films as soon as humanely possible. They loved them. I personally really liked episode five. So good. I am extremely pumped for episode seven and plan on taking my five-year-old to the theater to see it with me. I also plan on watching episodes one through three before December. Don't. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Jake, let him know it's going to be all right. It'll be okay. Yeah. It'll be okay. I am on my way to becoming a true fan. I still consider myself a noob with the lore and characters, but I am so excited to immerse myself in this fantastic world that is Star Wars. So anyway, I felt like I just needed to get that off my chest. Thanks again for everything. I literally cannot express how much I mean those words. Very happy 100, your friend, David. Damn. That's awesome. Wow. It's crazy there's people out there that have never seen these movies still. Yeah. I know people so, too. Yeah. Oh, I know people. Yeah. People that I'm related to. So <laughs> we just read an email from David. Yeah. He's friends with a guy named Manny. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read an email from that same guy named Manny. What? Oh, wow. wow. Happy 100, guys. 
I was so inspired by my best friend David's email last week that I really wanted to write an email explaining how much you silly bastards mean to me. <laughs> last year, I separated from my wife of 10 years. Mm, sorry to hear that. Got into a torturous divorce, had to move, family troubles, etc. It was a brutal four months. The only people who could consistently make me laugh and smile were my buddy David and the Pop Culture Leftovers crew. Nice. Thank you so much for the time, effort, passion, and laughs. I just wanted to take a minute to let you know how much it's meant to me. I hope you were only bluffing about calling it quits because this is without a doubt my favorite podcast. But if you do, I will cherish the laughs I've had along the way. Thank you so much for everything. Manny Martinez. Not oh, great email. Nice. What the fuck? <laughs> God, People got damn. so bent out of shape when we were uh, perpetuated yeah. that that was going to be our last <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I mean, the thing sucks, man, but uh, I-, I can speak from experience. There's usually like a lot greener pastures on the other side. Oh, is there, so. Frank? Is yeah, there? Yeah, there is. I'm still waiting for that green pasture. <laughs> Sorry, bro. At a divorce five years later. Here I am looking. I'm still looking for that green pasture. Yeah, but think about it. Would you still want to be like stuck with her? No. There you go. So no. it's greener. Yeah, We're your greener green. pasture. Mm. He gets to stare Sorry. deeply into all <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> Seriously. I'd, I'd like a vagina at the end of this pasture. I'm sorry if that is – seriously. Get that for your journey along with a bag of peanuts. Here's a vagina. Next email comes from Eric Marable, and hopefully it doesn't mention penis, uh, peanuts or vaginas. <laughs> Thanks so much for the great podcast. I'm eating a bag of peanuts and watching a movie called The Vagina Monologues. <laughs> fuck you, Eric. What the fuck? No, I'm just kidding. Um, he says, thank you so much for the great podcast. I failed to get an autograph of Daniel Cudmore for you guys Aww. as he dropped out of the Wizard World circuit. I tried to make it up with a few comic renditions for you guys, villains and heroes. I'm going to post these. These are awesome. That's awesome. On, I'm going to post these on our page, and I'm going to show you guys later. Okay? That's like the best Do you news think ever. Maybe that were the reason that uh, Cudmore dropped out of the uh, con circuit? Do you think so? I oh my know. god, I hope so. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like you suck, and nobody wants your autograph anyway, dude. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think he needs to reevaluate his life. <laughs> you know, I like he's going to come out with a book called Life After Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> I can get. Hey, guess what? Uh, I know it's not going to be on the fucking New York Times bestseller list. <laughs> you fucking waste of fucking flesh. I don't know. There's part of the Rock's book that he came out that was on the the bestseller list where he's you know living on the streets pulling mattresses out of dumpsters. So yeah. there's hope for Cudmore. Yeah, but that's the Rock. That's true. This is Daniel fucking Cudmore. Yeah, the, uh, the Rock is somebody. <laughs> right. The <laughs> <laughs> Cudmore's list is going to be all. This is where I'm at now. You can forward all my address to the. Uh, Hi, the I rat got in the two corner. lines in a shitty fucking X Men movie, <laughs> <laughs> and I barely showed up in X Men Days of Future Past. They could have did CG for him. They didn't even have to pay the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Somebody's <laughs> kicking themselves right now. Like, damn it! Why didn't we think of that? But he did he did some artist work here, and it, uh, Frank got Colossus. I hope uh, each I hope goes well with each of you in a scenario in your lives. Brian, you did an awesome job keeping this alive. Your heart and soul has filled this. You're fucking awesome and kick ass, Jake. You rock. From the great conversations on Facebook, you are among my actual Facebook friends, and I do appreciate the interaction. And I will 
of course, let you know when I make you a Mario block. <laughs> oh, yes. Nice. I can't wait for that. Your opinion has saved me hours of my life, not wasted watching Total Shit Media. Jay, man, I picked up the podcast prior you coming back. I haven't had the opportunity to interact with you, and it sucks because you seem cool. <laughs> but fucking toss shit, man. <laughs> hey, listen to the Ant-Man episode. Yeah. There you go. Frank, missed you on the show. Don't know what's going on in real life, but I have had back surgery, and if you are suffering a disc problem like I had, fuck that shit. It fucking sucks, man. Yeah, fuck that shit for sure. Thank you. I feel your pain. Praying for you, brother, and hope you like the pick. I'll show you guys later. Cool. Okay. Dave, I went so far as to call you dumb asticated Dave on Facebook uh-uh. because I disagreed so deeply with your comic choices, <laughs> but we connected and had great exchanges, and you were fucking nice as shit, and even friended me on Facebook. Solid bunch of guys here. I'm conservative, and you got me into Sensei, Bloodline, Orphan Black, and comics I wouldn't normally check out. Well, this is long enough. I hope you guys stay active in some context I can continue to be involved in because you're really friends to so many of us. Oh, man. He um he posted on Facebook this Mario block that he made. It's like a, I saw yeah, it. It's, it's fucking dope as It's fuck. the most amazing fucking thing I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Like I told him, I said, however much it takes to, to buy one of those, let me know because that is fucking dope. No, it, it's awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jake, I know you got to get going soon. Yeah, you want to, you want to, how many, how many more emails do we have? A hundred? I got one, one, two, three. <laughs> wow. All right, all right. Five, six. Whoa. No, uh, seven. <laughs> seven more emails. Jay just got, got up and left at seven. <laughs> I, I got one more. I got one more. You know what? Before you leave, can you stick around for one more? Yeah, that's cool. Okay. One more. This one is going to be controversial. Uh-oh. It's from the listener that hates that guy. Whoa, okay. And I'm going to let you talk, and you're going to be able to fucking go off the cuff and say whatever the fuck you want right now. Okay? Cool. All right. It's from Shane's Anger. <laughs> Shane's Anger is a listener that does not like Frank. Frank, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Here we go. All right, then. Email from Shane's Anger. Dear PCL, wanted to start by saying that uh, saying thanks for putting together a great show. I'm a fairly new listener. I tuned in around about episode 87. I haven't gone back and listened to the older episodes because I'm afraid they wouldn't be as streamlined and professional as these more recent episodes have been. Whoa. I wanted to take a moment and tell you how much I appreciate some of you guys <laughs> and how much I loathe the rest of you. Wow. So here's my list ranking, y'all. Who's going to rank us? I know. Holy shit. From least favorite host to most favorite host. Like we're pieces of shit. <laughs> One I'm not going to read because this person's not here to defend himself. <laughs> Number six. And if you got a problem with that, Shane, we'll talk about it later. I, evidently, I can't count because six? Yeah. Six. Okay. All right. That's Number us four plus you plus the one that's not here. Yeah. Well, there's one that's been on here as a guest host. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Who's, Number who's... six. I'll tell you guys when okay. we get off air. Uh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> number six. Coming in at number six. Should I do it like Casey Casey? Yes, please. Coming in at number six. <laughs> oh, God. Frank. 
I made the list, yay. Number six. This is from least favorite host to most favorite. Number six, Frank. See every previous email I've sent. Is this guy hopped up on goofballs or something? (laughs) Toss. Wow. Hey, whatever, man. To each their own. Dude, Dude, I've gotten emails... I've gotten emails from people saying how much they fucking hate me, Frank. Right. Like, I've gotten e- – like, I've never read them on the show. Like, the way the show is now, I would definitely read them. Yeah. I would go back and read them. Yeah. But, like, when they came out, when these when these emails, when I first got them, it was, I, I think I was less than a year in. And I was just like – I, I, resp- I res- of course, I responded to them, like, mm-hmm. over email. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> you know, but – like uh, I've had I've had emails where people didn't like me, uh-huh. and uh, Shane doesn't like you. So what's what are you gonna say, Frank? I mean, there ain't a whole lot to say. I am who I am, and I don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks about that. Good for you. People, uh, I mean, the time that I've been on the show, you know, the outpouring of people who actually do give a shit and like me and stuff. I've gone my whole life without liking people or having a whole bunch of friends. I'm not a real big social guy. Yeah. So, I mean, just add them to the fucking list. Ain't no fucking water off my back. So you probably wouldn't hang out with Shane and he wouldn't <laughs> hang out with you. So what the fuck ever? Who gives a fuck, right? He'd probably be that guy that I'd hotbox in the fucking elevator and blame it on the next guy that comes in. There you go. So <laughs> Number five, I'm not going to give this one because dude isn't here to defend himself. So Number four, Jason. This guy has a laugh that makes me cringe. <laughs> there you go, buddy. <laughs> that was the perfect response. <laughs> Jason, Jay's like, cringe away, fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> but at least he has some sense to back away from the mic a bit, unlike someone else. Oh. Oh. I'll fucking suck this goddamn thing off if I have to. <laughs> he will That's add. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he will add his opinion to the conversation, but his stance seems to waver depending on how Brian responds to his opinion. Kind of wish he would argue his point a little more the way it would make for a better debate. Uh, that way it would make for a better debate. Needs to assert himself more, and he could move up the ranks quickly. Quickly, He's a taste it. <laughs> you got a taste there, Jake. That's awesome. <laughs> Number three, Domesticated Dave. Dave. <laughs> This is this is where I this is where Shane loses all loses all fucking credit because <laughs> yeah, he says overall Dave is a Tupperware. What? what? He's lovable and has a sex. <laughs> is this Dave? How <laughs> <laughs> like big of a jerk me and Frank are? Yeah. It's like what? <laughs> Dave Dave's anger. He's lovable and has a sexy, distinct, bearded man baby voice. <laughs> he has his own segment and theme song. He's a great showrunner, and he needs to be promoted to full-time leftover. That ain't what? Gonna fucking happen, dude. Okay, is this a like alternate dimension? Yeah. You know, what? like he's, he's asking if I'm on goofballs. On. What the fuck is this dude on? Like, there, I didn't think we had any meth heads listen to us. I'm tossing around an idea, hmm. and one of the ideas that I'm tossing around is like I make this fucking joke about Dave being thinking he's the fucking showrunner on uh-huh. this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly thinking about one of these episodes, like a week I don't give a fuck about. Having Dave be the showrunner that fucking week and seeing how people respond to that fucking episode. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? If I'm not bringing enough fucking content for everybody and you think Mr. Fucking uh, I'm going to fall asleep after two hours (laughs) and shit is going to fucking bring the content, I'll let fucking Dave fucking showrun an episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But 
Let's Whatever. see. Let's see how that goes. Exactly. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shortest episode ever. He says, uh, "Me and you can show each other comics on the side while yeah. he's trying to run the show." <laughs> Pass the notes. I love the back and forth between positive Dave and negative Brian. There's nothing funnier than listening to two people that don't always see eye to eye. And the fact that he just sits there and lets Brian rip on him is awesome. Matter of fact, he goes out of his way to give Brian ammo. Stroking the listeners, speaking French, falling asleep. (laughs) He's asking for it. What a pro. He reminds me of the big dog that just lies there and lets the cocky puppy tug and nip at his ears all day. This guy... <laughs> I'm, I'm confused about what dimension he's listening to the that's, show in. Yeah, that's just kind of backwards. They are just total opposites, and their chemistry makes for such an entertaining show. The only negatives for Dave is he puts his liberal viewpoint out there too much, mm-hmm. and he seems to go out of his way not to offend anyone. The empowered woman BS is unreal. Being ashamed of giving Wonder Woman an orgasm because it's objectifying the women is just silly. He would fuck Keanu and marry Bryce? Dude, you should fuck her fine ass and marry him so you can share your life with him. But no, fucking Bryce is too risque. Come on. Has this man been neutered? Maybe he he really is this way, but it feels like he's holding back and trying to be too squeaky clean. But again, this clean image is what works best against Evil Empire Brian, and I'd hate to see that dynamic go away. So... Keep on bringing the white knight you are. Pukerama. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number one A, number one B, Brian and Jake. Oh, we're, we share number one. This isn't a cop out. Brian was my number one and Jake a close second until recently. But Brian was just so damn mean to Dave then I had to deduct half a point from his rank. Oh, you fucking He's got a meanie. point system? <laughs> I'll start with Jake. I liked him from my first listen. He has a laid-back demeanor, seems very easygoing, and has some very funny and witty remarks. And his slow delivery makes him even funnier. He seems very comfortable in his role on the show. While he was away from the show, I'd forgotten how much I liked the dude. Mostly because Dave did such a great job. But hearing him back on episode 99 makes me realize how much I missed him. He was so grateful to those that helped him after being robbed. He comes across as a really nice guy. I cannot think of a negative for Jake. Much like Dave, he way more, he's way more easygoing than Brian, and their differing personalities really work well together. Tupperware. Okay. Alright, here he goes. On to me. O'Brien. Cranky? Check. Funny? Check. Honest? Check. Don't give a fuck? Check. After hearing him rip the shit out of Age of Ultron, he became my favorite podcaster, uh, favorite podcaster in the history of podcasting. Nice. I was in total grievance with everything he said about the at that movie. No sugarcoating anything. I felt like I was the only one hating this movie until I heard his review. Now I don't feel like such a dick. Uh, and his uh, go-to-hell attitude just cracks me up. Example, two weeks ago when he told that one emailer to please stop emailing the show, <laughs> that was hilarious. I was laughing out loud at his reaction. His over-the-top negativity is comical, but Brian's not always acting like a Sith Lord. He flashes his good side, too, on occasion. 
is upfront. This is who I am. Personality makes me want to listen each week. I liken him. I liken him to Chet from Weird Science. Hmm. You're a big pile of shit. No, he says he's an asshole, but an asshole that deep down kind of like. <laughs> okay. And he gives us five plus hours of free entertainment each week. It's going to be a sad day when his heart explodes during one of his podcasts. <laughs> I'm praying for you, man, Tupperware. I know it seems like I've been picking on Frank since my first email. I'm sure he's a nice dude, and I hate that he's going through a rough time. It ju- it's just I don't think he's added much to this show since I've been listening, and I wonder if something may be amiss with him mentally. Wow. Well, that's guaranteed. It would be sad if there was. But it would explain a lot. It takes a lot to contribute to this all-star cast you've got going on here. Some guys got it, some don't. The Jack Haley's of this world need to sit back and just let Jordan and Pippins do their thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing. Jack Haley, you know what? One of the only guys that could fucking keep Dennis Rodman sane mm. throughout his time with the Bulls and dealing with Jordan and Pippin was Jack Haley. And you know what? If I need to fucking keep saying, I'm going to turn to Frank. So, Jack Haley, you might think that his fucking role was bullshit while he was on the court. It was his fucking locker room contributions that fucking made all the difference on that Bulls team. Because in order for those Bulls to win championships, they needed Dennis Rodman and in order for Dennis Rodman to keep his fucking sanity, he needed Jack Haley. And in order for us to keep our sanity sometimes, as insane as you are sometimes, Frank, <laughs> we need you. Well, alrighty then. Yeah, Thank that, you. That email was super fucked up. Yeah. It's like, it's fucked confusing. up being, like, ranked. You know ranked. what, though? I don't like that either. Yeah. I, I mean, real quick about it. It's it's so easy to pick apart when you're just on the other end listening. Yeah, I mean, it is. The only thing I would say to any critics is, like, where's your podcast? How many listeners you got? How many people like you? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, putting, I can't help but be when, who I am. Yeah, put yourself out there. Let us rank you and all your friends. Yeah. That's it's some fucked, fucked up, up shit. I don't, I, I, don't like, I don't like it when people rank us by, like, who's their favorite and who's their not favorite. No, I don't either. It's crazy. But, you know. Fuck them. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, he says, let me end by saying if I ever shit my bed and needed a new one, you're the kind of guys I'd like to buy one from. So that's from Shane. If we ever start selling mattresses, we got a customer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got one in my basement. Don't mind all the cum stains. Oh, I'll give it to him for free. <laughs> that's awful fucking generous of me, Frank. <laughs> you can have my used cum stain mattress. After all the stuff he said about you, you're still willing to fucking give him your cum stain mattress. Oh, sure. I'd, I'd like pay him 10 bucks to just watch him lay on it because I know where it's been. <laughs> Guys, I've, I've got about six emails left. Um, what are you thinking? Do you think I should save them until next week? Or do you think that uh, we should uh, move on to Good Pop, Bad Pop? And uh, what are you thinking? Well, it's up to you guys. I, I I'd kind of prefer if you'd save the email so I can get in on that. Okay. And it would help. It. And you guys could get a move on to yeah. Good Pop, Bad Pop that way too. I got six emails left. And I'll read those next week along with the new emails that we get. Because. Uh, Two weeks of emails, it starts to add up. Oh, yeah. 
So I'll read that. So I, Joe, Vitali, Madeline Preston, everybody else, I got four other emails besides you guys. I will read those next week, so don't worry about them. Sounds good. Oh, and Dan, don't worry about it. The, the place I said you could stay if you come over for episode seven, that's not the come stain mattress. I'm, I'm saving that special for this guy. <laughs> a good call. <laughs> I don't want to be watery. <laughs> what? I told Dan if he came over, he could like hang out at my house and shit so he could watch episode seven with yeah. us. And I got a I got a bed down in the basement, but I don't want him thinking it's this cum stained fucking piece of shit that I'm offering up to this guy. To Shane? So yeah. Oh, you're gonna let Shane sleep? In your no, cum no, 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 no. He's gonna get. He's just gonna be the sole recipient of the cum stained. He's piece giving of shit. Shane the cum stained. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I got someplace nice and clean and tidy for Dan West. Guys, guys, dude, fucking let the shit roll off your fucking back. Oh yeah, yeah it don't bug me, yeah. man. It don't bug me. I, I had a hard shit. Going up, growing up, I had like zero friends. So people don't bug me. They can give me shit all they want. That's usually why I go in on myself before anybody else can. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let, don't sweat that shit, Frank. Oh, hell no. Huh? I got worse shit to deal with than this guy. Dude, I got your fucking back. <laughs> I got your fucking back. Dude, Shane doesn't know you. Yeah, I know. He can keep listening because I ain't going to go anywhere. Good. Sorry. No, you're not going to go anywhere. <laughs> Brian will show up at my house with the recording equipment and force, <laughs> I'm force the fu- me. Dude, I'm the fucking showrunner on this bitch. Not yep. Dave. Dave can think he is. <laughs> Dave, can, Dave can think he's fucking controlling this shit all the fuck he wants to, but he's I, not. I, although I got to say I'm really fucking intrigued at what a Wonder Woman orgasm would be like. I, I Just completely out of context. I didn't listen to that episode, so Say I have no idea what you're talking Well, I can imagine. Say goodbye to your dick because it's gone. <laughs> Because as soon as I, like, those muscles no. contract, it's like you're not getting yeah. that shit back. Like once those Kegel muscles <laughs> fucking contract, it's gone. <laughs> what a way to go, though. Yep. Oh, I know. I know. Seriously, like any bar that you walk into, I mean, there should be like she should give you like a gold coin that just has like I don't know, like Wonder Woman's clit on it or something. Holy And like fuck. every bar you go into, you get free drinks for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? It's if you survive yeah. the experience. I banged Wonder Woman, and here's my uh, golden clip coin. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> she didn't just take the spray drinks she took the whole damn dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. On that, on the Wonder Woman. Uh, what? What is that? It, what is that making you uncomfortable, Jake? Not at all. Talking about Wonder Woman, like cut your dick not, off. It's not. It doesn't. It's why, not would that, it, no, why would that make you uncomfortable, Jake? It didn't make me uncomfortable. Okay. Is that, no, it's an awkward segue. All right. Uh, it was just a golden medallion. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh shit! It's not—it's not like we're on the goddamn Today Show. You know what I mean? Coming up you're next, Doctor like, no, Wonder Woman. Like, you're acting like you're acting like you're fucking Mario Lopez, and I'm bringing this shit up. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. If you have more to say about Wonder Woman's clit, by all means, don't let me. Don't no, let me. I've got a laundry list that I'd like to talk about Wonder Woman's clit. <laughs> It's probably fantastic. I'm not done. Far from done. Was that what that explosion was on the fucking trailer for Batman v Superman? That explosion was that her fucking orgasm? Oh my god! Oh my god! I that would be if I was like the reason for that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Oh my god! Free drinks for the rest of my life. <laughs> You'd have to retire. You'd go to comic cons just solely to be like, I gave her an orgasm. I would just every time I walked into a bar, they'd be like, uh, uh, drinks on us, you dickless. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. But respect. But respect. Yeah. Mad respect. Right. You dickless fuck. Right. 
the guy with the 100 erection should save that last erection uh, for Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. And then he gets all the free drinks, too. Right, right. It's like he couldn't have had another one anyway. So. I wonder if this is really what happened to Theon Greyjoy. Dick <laughs> <laughs> ended up in a box, all right. Jay? Yes. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and Jay's going to tell us about the latest Frankie Muniz movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All right. No, we are going to come back. Jake, say goodbye to everybody because you're not going to be with us. Goodbye, everybody. Tell everybody why you're leaving because they're not going to understand. I think Dave's here. Oh, Dave is Holy here. Shit, Dave. So we've got we've got Jake leaving, Dave coming in. Right at the same time. Oh, right right at the same Frank, time. you should be glad you won't have to sit on Dave's lap this week. Woohoo! <laughs> you get your own mic. So Dave, you're gonna yeah. get your own mic. How you feel about that? Delicious. <laughs> we've got Dave I say we've got Dave for about a good hour before he passes out on us. <laughs> So we're going to, you know what, I'm going to stop, we're going to come back, and we're going to start off with uh, Good Pop, Bad Pop. All right. Time out! Hey, don't forget to download part two of this fucking shitstorm. Yeah, that's a thing you can do. Time in! There's already like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat, but it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. It's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, clean, erase it, let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture, push over. Pop culture. Leftover. And the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftover. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it, clean erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, push over, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, push over, pop culture. Leftover. And the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftover. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers.